Oh, what the hell? 305 MIA, yo. Miami. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought I was Houston this whole time. We just came back from the beach, beach, and we took an L. That flag football game is cheesy. And we took an L. That flag football game is cheesy, man. But, um, fuck a pre-intro. Let's get right into the shits. Get in the shits. It is what it is. It what it is. I don't know our own intro. I swear that sounded like it. Not even close. Not even close to the intro. Because the real intro is going to come up like right, like, like, like right now. Check one two one two. Hello, hello, hello. Microphone check one two one two. You already know what it is. We are live and direct. Hello, everybody. Live and direct at the crib. Coming to you live from in the Ontario. Cribby. In the crippy. <laughs> ready know what it is, man. In we the out cribby. here. We make a hippie hop. Give me sticky. Look at my hippie hop. We out here, motherfuckers. Out welcome, here welcome, crib. welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of the True North Views podcast. Episode 19. 19, Uno. Uh, it's uh, di- uh, some, I don't know. I was going to say one. <laughs> uno and name. I don't really nine. know any uh, fucking no, language for 19, now that I think about it. Um, uh, uh, fuck it. Counting like I can read it. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> wow. Wow. Boy, did we fuck up there. Um, episode 19, we're legal across the country. Across the country, uh, Ontario, all of Canada. Canada. Nineteen Canada. is the legal age. Last we can year was go only, to the LCBO. Last episode was only Montreal. Uh, we can buy cigarettes. Jeez. Cigarettes are for lames. Don't do it. You can buy weed. Uh, can who wore number nineteen? Anyone wore number nineteen in the league? Uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think uh, there's got to be a trash player that's like the best at that number. In NBA league history. Okay. Famous 19 jerseys. That's Famous number 19. This is going to be a bunch of hockey. Uh, I see a bunch of soccer. <laughs> uh, Kane. Oh, no. That's 88. Wow. Wow. What do you mean Kane in 88? It said... No, it said Kane 88. Like... Oh, yeah. No. Patrick Kane is 88. Okay. I don't know why it came up when I searched Man, 19. we ain't going to do this. Then there Too ain't much no, work. There ain't no I, popular I'll look enough. for it throughout <laughs> the, as we go through the episode. But Willis Reed. NBA. Willis Reed. You know yeah, what? Yeah, Willis Reed. Shout out to Willis Reed. This is going to be our Willis Reed episode. Episode number 19. And we Quinn. are out the fuck here, guys. But nonetheless, welcome to another episode of the True North Views podcast. Ooh. It is your go-to podcast to start your week. Mm-hmm. It's your favorite podcast. It's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. Tell Toronto's official, unofficial podcast. We are the kings of dope criticism. Ayo. The pharaohs of prolific opinion. Ooh-wee. The emperors of elevated thoughts. Straight up, it's your boy Harris here. I go by the name Joshua. And as usual, we're giving you our views from mm-hmm. the perspective of a couple of first-generation Canadians mm-hmm. on what's really buzzing, what people are talking about, and most importantly, what people are not talking enough about. Now, I'm going to get right into the shits. I noticed something. Let's I noticed go. something. I th- it might be a slow week. Let's go. It's a slow week? It might be a I slow week, low-key, because I'm just putting it out there, man. Other podcast episodes were a little bit shorter than usual. Uh, a little bit shorter than people, usual. We're talking about what's on the... Highlights. That's why it's what so, everyone's talking about. You know what, man? Let, let's see. No one's talking. Let's about. see how far into the two hours we get 
Um, we've yeah, been saying hours. we want to reduce it. <laughs> we, yo, we're trying. <laughs> Honestly, we look at the time and we're like, how? We've been saying we want to reduce how? it. So we're just going to be like, hey, let's see what the fuck happens. Exactly. And let's get into the shits. Let's get it. Now, I want to start with the music potpourri, man. I want to get right into some new releases. I know we usually uh, keep that aside. Um but nothing really came out this week except one surprise project. One surprise project. Now, this is the project Kamikaze by one Eminem. Eminem. Did you like this project? Before I get to that, I think Eminem heard us. I think he heard, I think he heard us. I think he heard us. If you uh, take a look at the Instagram page, and that reminds me to plug the socials. Oh, yo, I had the note when I did not say it. <laughs> I had to say plug. That reminds me to plug the socials. So, you know, make sure you follow us, guys, at True North Views, all one word, T-R-U-E-N-O-R-T-H-V-I-E-W-S. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we got the YouTube page up and YouTube. running. All the episodes are on there currently. Uh, otherwise, you're going to be using your podcast streaming platform of choice. So we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We're on Google Play. Uh, we are on uh, multiple other. We're Everywhere. not going to go we're, we're, we're it. Do it again. Uh, we're, but we're on multiple other platforms, podcast app, Podbean a uh, few others as well. So anywhere you find podcasts, you could probably find us. If you just Google True North Views podcast, you will find several sources to yep. listen to the heat. Yup. To all the existing listeners, we appreciate you. Like E40 said, yup. <laughs> yup. Nope. Hyphy. The hyphy movement. <laughs> um, we appreciate the existing hyphy. listeners. We Shout appreciate out, the y'all. new listeners. Love y'all too. This and uh, we only have one ask of all of you. Please Six spread. Degrees. Please, 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 please spread, spread that word. word. Six degrees. We're doing a social experiment here. Yeah, it's huge. So if you tell six people. If this takes off. About our podcast. And in telling them about the True North Views podcast, you tell them, I have one more ask of you. My only ask of you is to tell six more people. And then you wash it, and then you You rinse rinse it, and then you repeat repeat it, and then you recycle. Recycle, guys. It's a social experiment. Mm -hmm. So if every single person does that, let's see how quick... We can get everyone to know about us. We are scientists in this. We are scientists in this bitch. <laughs> Let's see how we can get how quick we can get everyone to know us, man. So spread the word. It's Nonetheless, we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys rocking with us. Love uh, shout with out us. to everyone. Uh, let me let me give them a motherfucking round of applause, Let's man. Let me give them a motherfucking round yeah, of give applause, them, man. Turn that soundboard. What episode Ready do you no say? Days. Episode twenty. Two episodes early. We got you. We got the soundboard. Got that ready. soundboard, man. Round of applause to Ooh. all the listeners. We definitely, definitely appreciate you guys, man. So let's get into this Eminem shit. Like I was saying, I think you heard us uh, with our criticism <laughs> of him. Um, I think you did. I think you heard everybody because he now came you, at everybody. You asked me if I like the album. Uh, it's decent. Okay. It's decent. I think it has a time and a place. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, I think really the first bad. time I heard it, I was really into it. I was like, whoa. Eminem oh, spazzed out. It, did you? Did not expect it. Mm-hmm. He came from right? a... Did not expect it at all. So Different. That was good. Eminem. Um, what do you think about the sound? The sound of the of the album? It sounded like old Eminem, which is what I liked. It sounded mm. like Marshall Matters LP, um, Curtain Call Eminem. 
Okay. He went to like now he's not talking about the same topics he was, which we talked about actually last episode. Right. Like two episodes ago, where he said he can't talk about murdering people and raping girls anymore. But he flipped it, put his own flow into it, and now he made it. He was going in on some people. Oh yeah, he definitely has some hatred in it. He was <laughs> he definitely some, going in on some. He people. was in his feelings. They're definitely in his feelings. Yo, <laughs> but I liked it. I liked it. It was better than the last two, three things he dropped, hands down. By far. So it's one of the best things he's dropped in a while. It actually put his name back and saying, you know what? Maybe Eminem hasn't fallen off. Maybe you know he just what? went a different direction. That's a good point. Has this album put Eminem back into the discussion? Not, I'm not going to say of great. Like, I saw a tweet today. Tell me if you agree with this. Eminem is like the Ronaldinho of soccer. He's not the GOAT, but you can't compare anyone to him. Yes, I agree. I agree. He's not he's not he's not the greatest, but I think he he's unique and he's really good at that thing he's unique at. That's facts. That's it. That is super facts. Um do you think he was trying to make a statement with this album? Yes. I think he was trying to say, I know y'all think I can't rap anymore. I know y'all think my topics are lame. Psych, no, they're not. Here's some shit I can still talk about. And I'm also doing my with, with my flow. And you know that Eminem. Three one three. He made it really entertaining this time. You know what, man? But there's certain songs where he wasn't doing that. There was that song. Like where he was he... actually getting it in. Like, okay, the let's talk about some some standout tracks. The the Joyner Lucas track. I thought that was good. That was good. Bodied. Bodied. I, I, uh... I think Joyner Lucas just does the same thing every time. Like I'm not surprised by what Joyner Lucas does anymore. Like you're not really into Joiner like that after the the I am white people or whatever music video. Yeah, and then he did the he did a Gucci Gang remix. I don't know if you've heard that. No, I haven't. And then he did a bank account remix, the Twenty One Savage bank account remix. So he's just remixing shit. Like he just kind of just goes at uh, SoundCloud rappers. He's a fucking. Rapper. Uh, but he does this whole same flow thing where he just spits really fast, mm-hmm. but it's always the same flow. I couldn't imagine right. like the song with Chris Brown. Every time I get it, I gotta go back. Yeah, it's just the same flow, and he just does It's good. Don't get me wrong. I can't do but it. you're saying it gets stale quick. Exactly. He doesn't, Damn. But he does have good rhyme patterns and he is really good at his writing. Or Eminem's right. And this is where Eminem's album, I liked it. Because Eminem in the skit with, um, I love his skits. The one um, where Paul Rosenberg, is it Paul Rosenberg? Paul Rosenberg, yeah. The one where he calls Paul Rosenberg back and he's like, someone just said I rhymed chain with, or rhyme with, with climb. And he's like, do they not understand r- rhyming patterns? I rhymed the whole sentence. And then like that's how Eminem rhymes, but people of like these newer kids, they don't know. They don't really. They catch just rhyme the last words. Like, oh, he rhymed chair yeah, with, with stare, hair, but with they don't take in that with he was rhyming the pear. third word in every sentence, and then the second syllable with the eighth syllable. Like it's not about the last. Well, word. we we clearly know Eminem is on another level lyrically. I think yeah. that's that's definitely not something that you can deny. I don't think it's Paul Rosenberg, by the way. I think it's just called <laughs> Paul. Both, no, it's his, ma- it's his manager. Oh, it is Paul Rosenberg. It's, okay, it's okay. No, he I, does it on all his album. But technically, album. the skit is called Paul. It's oh, just Paul yeah. Rosenberg on it. But on his older albums, it's always Paul calls. Paul's like, I heard your album. I do not think you should release it. Damn, do you really son. think this is a good thing? Damn. It's fucking funny as hell. But um, like I was saying, he 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 did switch up his flow on a couple of tracks. Um, so again, let me just get some standout tracks. So again, I really like that yeah. Joiner Lucas Lucky You track. That was good. Uh, that stepping stone track was really good, but the chorus was trash. You know when he does that singing shit? Yeah, I, I did not like uh, it. Like, come on, man. 
trash. Come on, man. We ain't even trying to hear you sing. Let's um, be that Royce the Five Nine track was nice. It's called Royce, Not Alike. Royce is always good, uh, especially that last verse. Eminem was b- b- mm-hmm. bodying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The intro was good. I know we were, but the intro I actually like the intro. That was where he got at most people. And then uh, he got to like everyone else on that track. Fall. Yeah, yeah. So that one was good. Uh, yeah, I like Good Guy as well. Good Guy was actually a surprising track. Was that track. the end? I didn't finish the album. That like, was the I one like two or three oh, tracks. Maybe you didn't get to that track. So he was like, he was kind of talking about relationships in that one. He was just kind of changing it up. Oh, I, was like, was, oh, I didn't expect that. There was one. Oh, okay. Wait, that if it was a relationship, that might have been like the third track on the album. I don't was think one we were talking about a girl and how like they hate each other, but then they love each other. Some bullshit. Uh, I, I mean, but I, it was a good I album in general. The top of my head. Uh, do we have a rating for this album? Yeah. Is it too? Uh, I'll say it's too early. Let me get me. Let me finish listening to it. Uh, let I me mean, initial listen eight tracks or like eighty percent listen. I'll give it like an eight out of ten. That's high, man. I'll give it, eight. it was pretty good, honestly. I get it. No, I mean it's, I get it. And it's Eminem. Like you, you know, he put in work and effort. He didn't just go to the studio yesterday and come out with an album today. That's true. He put in time, he wrote his lyrics, he got his beats, he sits with producers, make sure his beats proper. So he's coming at a few people. Yeah, let's he's see. coming at a few people. At? I have um some lyrics pulled up. I did my Googles. And let's see who he's going at. So he's going at Lil Yachty. Hey, Lil uh, Boat. Kind of. He says, Lil I can Boat. see people why Lil Yachty, but not me though. Wait, what? I can see why people like you, Lil Yachty, but not me though. Not even dissing. It ain't. It just ain't for me. All I am simply is just an MC. Maybe Stan just isn't your cup of tea. Maybe your cup full of syrup and lean. Cheese. <laughs> Eminem. That's on the ringer. Stan was a good. Stan was a good track. Um, Stan was one of his best tracks. Ever. That's okay. I mean, it's the little Yachty bar. No, no. I meant Stan like as a song. Was no, no. Guy. I know. I'm just. I'm. I'm judging oh. the bar. I'm judging the bar. Uh, who else needs to go at? He went at Lil Xan. Said Lil Pump, Lil Xan, imitate yeah. Lil Wayne. Cheese. I should aim at everybody in the game. Pick a name. Cheese. I am fed up with being humble. And okay. rumor is I'm hungry. I'm sure you heard the rumblings. I'm sure you want to rumble. I heard your mumbling. But it's jumbled in mumble jumble. <laughs> I can't even impersonate him. You can't. That's, that's why I say he's unique at that. Like he does that. Mm-hmm. Pretty well. <laughs> Switches it up. Uh, what does this go at? He doesn't really. I mean, okay, this one was. He, he went didn't at Joe Budden, didn't he? He, did, he went at Budden a little bit. I was academics. a little upset by that. He says something about Charlemagne too. He said, if I, give, if I give you Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day shit. Uh, he said, uh, who else did he go at? He's just going at like the young kids. He's basically trying to go at everyone that's trying to judge him. Um, um, his last album was pretty shit, though. <laughs> we weren't wrong in that. But do you? But do you want? Do you want that to be like the reality? You know what I mean? Like, do you want Eminem to be spazzing out at new age rappers? I definitely don't. Like, I think he's above this. That's the thing. He's he's one of right? the greats. This is almost this so, is almost a Nicki thing. Um, but see, like. Nicki didn't do it. He didn't go on Twitter to do this. And he went on Machine Gun Kelly for coming as daughter too. That's oh yeah, he got a Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Shit. That was a big one. Do coming I have that daughter. one loaded up? That one was funny. Damn. I have the Tyler one. People were uh, people were criticizing him for the Tyler one. What did he say? About t- well, that's because Tyler has stands. And everyone thinks that if you come at Tyler, then you're automatically... No, because that's not why he what used... Um, F-A-G-G. I think he used the F word. I think he used the F word. I don't remember the bar, but I think he used the F word. Uh, I mean, it's music. Uh, to some degree, it's music. I don't I, have an issue with it per yeah. se. Um, Actually, no. you but like you were saying, I think I think it's just 
you you're a you're above it to some extent yeah um but at the same time it's like if you can put it in some lyrics and you can make some money off of it Ooh. and you can actually make it sound good and coherent and it mm-hmm. doesn't sound like maybe a desperate attempt to get at you i'm for it i agree that, i'm for it I, I mean this is what i've been trying to tell you with like there's pressure on these new age rappers and that's why i think a lot of them are not going to stick around and that's why you notice even the new age rappers today that are let's say emerging in the last 12 months they got to have lyricism now. oh yeah 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 they, those it wasn't that 3 years ago there's only a, right? for the new age rappers you need to be more than just a hype song to make it past but 3 years ago that's what it was when when guys like pump and perp were just getting into the game yeah it's all about hype song at that point but eventually but it gets lyrics stale. meant nothing yeah cuz at that brief moment yeah, of time that's I why i say you. like that era of rap in my opinion is already done no i don't think it's done because i think it would never go away there's just gonna be a next 16 year old that's gonna come out with a hit hype song today for, and then he's gonna he's gonna be hot for like a year and then he's gonna fall off and then another 18 year old for that up. for that 16 year old to reach the next level he's gonna have to have some lyricism involved. oh yeah, yeah that's why a lot of them are falling off the that's ones that point. have no lyrics but i don't think this style of rap is going to be done i think we're still going to get hype music like yeah, no, we'll still get every the few music. years. Don't get me wrong, we'll still but we get just the music. won't see twenty of them like we did three years ago. Yeah, that's and what you I know. Mean. What that makes me extremely happy. <laughs> makes everyone happy. That makes me extremely. We happy need everyone because... to know, like, yeah, we bump this type of music, but it's not what rap is all about. Don't let these white people get confused that rap is Lil Pump and Smoke Perp. Straight up. Um, yeah, any I'm... final thoughts on this Eminem shit, man? No, but it gives us a good transition into our next topic. I'm just gonna say one more thing about the Eminem. Okay. Um, cool. Again, I can acknowledge. Did you even give it a rating? I mean, I might. I don't think I have one. Um, <laughs> give it an initial rating. I. Everyone, come at you. Get at him, guys. Going to give it a six out of ten. Initial rating. Hmm. Shit, I'm thinking. Remember, no promo for this. I, wasn't I don't no care features. about that. I don't care about the. Uh, I care about. I think that that. I don't care about logs. the success of it. I don't care about. I mean, the surprise factor. Yeah, means something, but I don't care about like the critically acclaimed factor. I just care about my own rating. No, but I care about like because when I say no promos, as in that's how good they are. Like they don't need to. I want to say maybe like a album. seven, a seven really? out of ten. I mean, oh, well, that's you because for me, like he's he's still like he's going off lyrically. He's yeah. going off lyrically, but the voice, man. I'm sorry, but <laughs> in, in in some of the songs, it's just like I just picture the Scooby D B two one three shit, I, man. I give you that. I give you that. And I just I can't get over that. I'll give you that. I just I'll cannot get over that. Um, but you know what? All in all, I'm happy for this surprise project. Uh, Eminem Kamikaze. He did a good job. I like at the end of the, the day. Songs, so like he did. A, did you see um, Rolling Stone magazine? What did try to talk some shit? Oh, what they say? Um, they said what it was. They, they said it's been a disappointing year for hip hop. Oh my god! Where was the? Yo. Where was that chart I made about how summer has been too lit for hip hop? Yo, we'll do that. We'll do that when it's officially fall. <laughs> <Yo. laughs> so, hey, you tell me summers? I made a whole list and I had to cut out the shit that happened in summer. Just because of how hot I thought this summer was. I think this summer will go down, and I don't ruin it, but I think it will go down in hip-hop history as one of the hottest summers, storyline and music-wise. I think it could. I think it will. I think everyone's going to 10 years from now, like, remember 2018 when 
that happened and that happened and that happened and that happened. I think it very much has that um, capability to be that year. Um, we got to hear, like, we got to get a good end. And I know you're just talking about summer, but yeah. if we can talk about 2018 as, as a, a whole, whole, if we get that one project to solidify the end of the year. Like a Wally project? That like means we got, we got the beginning. <laughs> we got the beginning with um, with Nipsey Hustle. We got the middle with everything, mm-hmm. and then we get the end with Uzi. Pick an album. Right? <laughs> watch Uzi. Watch Uzi end of the year. Damn, if it's Uzi, man. I don't blame Uzi. I think Uzi Uzi's, Uzi's here for a while. Uzi will the, be here for a while. He's one of the few people I hear for a while. I don't mind his music too. That's absolutely no doubt about it, man. I'm trying to find that fucking that, uh, Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone article, but basically what they're saying is that like another veteran has released another disappointing project. I think they were trying mm. to get at. Nikki, I think they were trying to get well, at Jay Z and Beyonce. I think they were okay. trying to get at. Uh, I don't Eminem remember who. Well, sure. the Kanye stuff. Okay. Uh, basically, they're good. saying, "Oh, the veterans are releasing trash this year. Mm-hmm. Therefore, 2018 has not been a good year for hip hop." No, that's, that that's silly to me. I mean, I that's don't Rolling agree. Stone just not being part of the culture. Probably not. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with them that not everything's been up to these guys' par. Like. They're, this is not their highest of their highest. Very true. But it's also not disappointing. They release music, so that's something. Exactly. So <laughs> that's more they're tripping. Uh, Rolling Stone is on one. But let's get off this Eminem shit, man. Uh, you said segue. Quick talk, because we're talking about new age rappers. Let's and do it. Y- y- YVN Almighty L. <laughs> Almighty L. Wow. He's dated Black This guy just called YBN Almighty J. YBN Almighty L. That's fucking funny. He said in an interview with um, uh, I think it was actually Paul Rosen. Was <laughs> it? Or not, I think it was. Paul it was Rosen. on the Rosenberg show. It was um, not Paul. That's what's his name? Peter, oh, Peter Rosenberg. Paul Rosenberg. Uh, Peter they're, Rosenberg. They're all, they're all Jewish. They all sound the same. Damn son. <laughs> Probably brothers. Damn son. Uh, what's it called? Open late. Yeah, it's called Open late with um Peter Rosenberg. Yep. Him and the other two um, YBNs were there. Corday. And uh, the other one. Uh, Namir. Uh-huh. And they were talking about like their history of music. And both of them, um, Namir decided not to say anything. And Namir low-key don't know either. Yeah, but you know, he got quiet. Corday like, knows his shit, though. Corday knows he his studied. shit. He studied. He studied his shit. Almighty L came with the, he doesn't know who Wu-Tang yeah, is. This guy's sticking to Almighty L. L. Holy L. fuck, that's funny yeah, as shit. He's an L. <laughs> he doesn't know who Wu-Tang is. He does not know who Wu-Tang is. Are you disappointed? I thought about this. I gave this some good thoughts. I gave this a lot of the so basically the question that I want to ask is should younger artists be expected to know the history? Like should they be expected to know the biggest acts of yesterday's hip hop? I would say they shouldn't be expected, but if they do, it's a bonus. Does that make sense? Mm. I yeah, because it's like saying you you don't expect. Actually, no, I don't know how to explain it. It's like okay, let's let's maybe use basketball as a reference, right? Um, wouldn't you expect uh, Jason Tatum to be aware of Elgin Baylor? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But you so expect like, to know his stats, or you have to know that he was a good player. But you expect to know um michael jordan stats and that michael jordan was a good player. okay so put it this way this is the way that i see this. there's a timeline difference eventually age but, you need to stop like you need to like but the wu-tang is like generational yeah. oh yeah the wu-tang right? is different in this case so to me it's like okay put it this way if you said 
Um, trying to think of a good example. Yo, Jason Tatum, what team did James Worthy play for? And he says, I don't even know who James and Worthy is. And he says, I, I, I don't even, I have no clue. You got to be a little disappointed. You know what that, when you put it that way, if you are in that industry, you should you know. You have to be a little the, disappointed. You should know some history. But at the that. same time, why? Why do Why do they need to know? Like, do it we know affect... about jazz from the 80s? Do we know, like, did we listen to Miles Davis and Oscar oh, no, Peterson and all we that? Kind? No, we didn't. Did. You know what I mean? So it's like, I get it's hard to say. That's why I said I don't feel like they should be expected to. Mm-hmm. But if they do, it's a, it should be seen as a serious bonus. I can understand that. But that's why Almighty L hasn't had a hit. Because he Almighty doesn't know L. any damn music. I honestly don't know a single Almighty J And I'm song. not going I to give him no any clue. of my plays. I have no clue what his flow is. I have no uh, idea. I know Corday before I know him. Namir's trash. <laughs> Namir's um, trash. Corday is nice. I think Corday is still overrated. Um, overrated. I think he just came out with a shock about with shocking what, song. What his freestyle with his J, J. Cole response? I don't know. I think know, that man. just hit everyone. With, Didn't he do another freestyle? He did another one. Um, I don't remember. He had he had a, he had a song before that too. He had like a remix of Eminem's "My Name Is." Oh yeah, he did. Um, I think that I think that was the one that I had saw. Uh, that one went pretty viral, seen, and then the J Cole one like blew him up. <laughs> anyway, enough about these guys. I just but enough about this YBN Almighty L. Are they expected? Doesn't to know who the Wu Tang is, man. He didn't name one member. He said Wu. He said Wu. <laughs> oh my god! You telling me you don't know the RZA, Jizza, Ghostface, Method Man, Method Man. You um, got like OBJ. you don't know like any OBJ. of these guys. How is it OBJ? OBJ. ODB. <laughs> ODB. Like, hey. come on, man. You got to know at least, like, especially for how, Wait, like, I, Wu-Tang, the symbol is still used today. It is. It's huge. People, when you see people with shirts with Wu-Tang shirts, it says, like, you know that's a Wu-Tang shirt. Like, Facts. It's not something like, oh, wow, that's a nice logo. So it's, it's like it's like a recognized logo. So I, feel, I think he was just doing this for views, which I think everyone does. Yo, somebody said he was lying. What do you think about that? I feel like that he actually knows he's just fucking around. You gotta know at least one Wu Tang member if you're a rapper. So do you think it's possible that he was just fucking around? I feel like he was to an extent. I feel like he may not know like the music. He may not like know he knows like three RZA. members. Like he knows yeah, some... he knows RZA. He gotta know RZA. He gotta know um somebody. Like he gotta know one person at least. Like, <laughs> if you don't know RZA, like if you don't know the name the RZA in the music industry, like at that point, you're not meant for the music. What industry. are you really doing? Go be a grocery bagger at Walmart <laughs> or something. At No Frills, <laughs> at uh, Sh- Sheriff's No Frills. Um, yo, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know, man. Like YBN Almighty oh, L, you gotta pick it up, man. <laughs> you gotta pick it up, dumbass. You gotta fucking pick it up. But he got his Black China package on though. <laughs> they broke up again, didn't they? No, but Black China is a starter package. See what happens is. If you pay Black China, let's say thirty grand, she will pretend to be your girlfriend for like four months. What will happen is it'll raise your profile. Oh, because she's bigger than you. Exactly. Think did it as well. Um, The boxer guy you're telling me about. uh, Floyd Mayweather's fighter, Mm -hmm. Devin Haney. He is seventeen, turning eighteen years old, if not eighteen already, Uh, and he did the Black China package. Yo, Black China, we're trying to um elevate this podcast. So uh, I don't I don't think I'll do the Black China pub. <laughs> You're not trying to do the Black China I for think the podcast. I'm good on that, man. For the podcast? I, I fake date Black China. For the podcast, though? I mean, after listen, those four man, months, you're you're nice. You don't even need to talk to her again. Integrity is everything. <laughs> you know, that, that integrity is everything. That does mean a lot. And you know what? If I if I take the Black China package, uh, I no longer have that integrity. <laughs> hey, so geez. 
Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm good on that, love. I'm good, love. <laughs> I think I'm good on that, love. Pause, though. <laughs> um, shit. What else happened in the music world, man? Kanye West. Con Dizzle. Kanye West did an interview. Now, this interview was with the Chicago radio station, WCGI. Wait, did I say that right? WGCI 107.5. Yo, 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 it's Kanye West in the building. And you yeah. heard it here, you heard it here first at 107.5 WCGI. And I keep Slavery saying it wrong. A choice. <laughs> um he's doing a lot of shit here. So Kanye West wanted to come back to Chicago, be in his homeland, mm-hmm. uh, do a what he felt was a very important interview. Um, he wanted to get a lot of things off of his chest. Um, Ooh, I don't know where the okay. videos are anymore. I could not find any videos. But um, so Kanye West is with the shits, man. Kanye, tada. This guy's doing an interview in Chicago, man. Uh, 107.5 WGCI. WGCI. Um, again, man, he's talking about a lot of shit. He's talking about a lot of shit. He wanted to get real personal on this interview. And again, I don't know where the videos are anymore. But I can't find any videos. He, um, there were some moments sort of behind the scenes, um, off camera or off mic, whatever you okay. want to call it. Uh, for some reason, air. the video was available, which really makes me question yeah, right. uh, the authenticity of it. <laughs> um, but he was basically saying to the radio uh, interviewer, the host, whatever, he's like, okay, but like when we when we come back, I want to talk about X, Y, and Z. I guess that happens. That, that happens all the that time. That happens behind the scenes all the time. That happens all the time. But yeah, again, he, wanted, he wanted to make sure that he was heard um, this time around. And you know, <laughs> like the last time we didn't hear him? <laughs> It's interesting because it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of shit I'm noticing with Kanye West. First, let me just say some of the facts and then we'll talk about it and and, and see our thoughts on it. So a couple of things he's done. Of course, he addressed the slavery comment. He said, I don't know if I properly apologized for how the slavery comment made people feel. I'm sorry that people had felt let down by that comment. Um, he said a few other things. So he spoke about Trump. Um, so after the silence with Kimmel, Kanye did address the question on the radio. He said, I feel that Trump cares about the way that black people feel about him. And he would like for black people to like him like they did when he was cool in rap songs and all of this. <laughs> he said cool in rap Trump songs. was cool. Yeah. We just talked about how much money he had. But I mean, nonetheless, he was still talked about. Um, Trump. He said he will do things that are necessary to make that happen because he's got an ego like the rest of us. And he wants to be the greatest president. And he knows that he can't be the greatest president without the acceptance of the black community. Mm. So it's something he's going to work towards. But we're going to have to speak to him. I'm going to I'm going to get to we're going to get to that shortly because there's a lot that I want to have a question there. there. You know what? Let's unpack that first because I don't want to say too much. Let's unpack that Trump shit first. So, I, what do you think about those Trump comments? So I have a. I'm not going to say anything about his whole because I have a one thing to say about everything he did on this radio station. Okay, and I'll say that at the end. Okay, so but okay. I just have one question about this. Okay, where he go ahead. says he knows he can't be the greatest president without the acceptance of the black community. Is that true? Um. Yes. Okay. I feel yes. like it's yes. So I just want to make sure I wasn't in the wrong thinking that. I yes, I think true. it's true, but uh, I also think that Trump has done two years at this point, uh, and hasn't done any. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't made that 
even if he does a full eight years, you're talking 25% into your presidency, you haven't done anything for people of color. You released that I'm lady sorry, from you prison. Can't, you, okay. <laughs> you can't really you can't really say he's gonna do anything for the acceptance of black people. It's just not true. Like it's just not a true statement. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't get what he's trying to say with that. To me, that sounds like bullshit. Well, to me, I that sounds more like about bullshit. to me what that sounds like is that he and and he's already admitted this in the past. He, Who, Trump he, or Kanye? Kanye? Kanye West idolizes Trump's personality. Yeah, he says it. He said it like when he went on that whole Twitter rant that he's not supporting Trump because of the shit he says because he thinks he has that one dragon energy or something. He has what some bullshit, it? some bullshit energy that he has too, and they can match. Which is bullshit. Which is bullshit. I I haven't. Uh, He speaks on Drake. Hey, shout out to Drake. So he says that, uh, you know, the Drake situation, it really hits me in a sensitive place uh, because you, you like to hang around people. uh, They come to your house. They're around your family and this Uh and that. And then they get mad about a beat. (laughs) <laughs> and then they send you purple demon emojis. Yo, that like killed me. <laughs> purple demon emojis really caught me. <laughs> really? Kanye West? Like, are you guys fucking 17 years right? old? Um, He then clarifies. He says, it ain't no beef. Um, We all got love for Drake. Who doesn't? We understand that he got upset by the Pusha T diss track, the story of Adidon. Who wouldn't? I feel that it was insensitive for Drake to, in any way, stress me out in any way after the TMZ shit. While I was in Wyoming healing, putting all the pieces together, working on my music. Okay, Kanye. And, you know, we'll reconcile one day because we got, like, we we have to, right? We got work to do. Our voices are just too powerful. Okay, Kanye. Look at that humble brag there. <laughs> uh, yeah, humble brag, humble brag. Um, so he also asked about uh, the Pusha T diss track. He said that if Drake mentions something with Pusha T, I can't tell the man not to do anything. <laughs> uh, he said just don't bring me into it because that's not what I do um, what else did he say a clip. they were asking him if if, uh, if what were they asking him they were asking him if, if Kanye like cared like if Kanye provided Pusha T with information uh-huh. essentially and Kanye was like nah like yeah. I honestly don't care that much in all honesty I just enjoy music you know what I'm saying I, I like Kanye being with my it. family I told you Kanye didn't do it. So Kanye didn't do it. <laughs> it was clearly ASAP Rocky. Nah, I'm fucking with you. It was uh, That's why you got killed. It was XXX, Tenta, triple, <laughs> SMS, tri- Triple X, all that That's bullshit. That's the only time I should be below the neck. Uh, let's unpack this Drake shit. Um, First of all, I think this whole thing was BS. Like you think it was staged? I think it was all because I feel like his whole Trump rant before his album came out and before his albums mm-hmm. came out was to sell his albums. Right. And now he sold his albums. Now he's clearing up and say, all right, guys, I apologize. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean... He also didn't get to the slavery part where he apologized for a slavery joke. Yeah, he did. Or not I, joke. I, oh, he did? Not joke. I, I mentioned that off the top. Oh, well, he also <laughs> apologized for that too. And he's like, no, you, didn't, you can't do it and then apologize after. Now... Now you're just trying... Now you got all your sales. You've all listened to your music. Now you want to say, oh, my bad, y'all. I didn't really mean it. Fuck out of here, Kanye, man. I still love you, though. I'm you're, still You're canceling Kanye the personality? Yeah, like, I knew it was all publicity. I still feel like this is all a publicity. I don't things. know, man. Okay, look. Th- here's a part of it as well. Uh, and this is the part that I truly, truly believe. Um, I think the mental health is, is really apparent. Now, as I speak, I am not diagnosing Kanye with anything. 
I am not a professional in that regard. Um, so don't fucking come at me, world. <laughs> Yo, they're coming but at you. Kanye, he does speak about the mental health aspect, right? He says, I'm not blaming mental health. I'm just explaining mental health. Um, he said, if you deal with somebody that's bipolar um, and they're ramped up, um, so he's obviously speaking about himself, they might say something that is their truth. That's how they feel. And it's going to be in a way that does not make you feel comfortable. Right. Uh, Kanye was also talking about the intense level of competitiveness. And he felt like he was becoming irrelevant <laughs> in the in the music industry. Well, yeah, he and he was. said those different factors also contributed to his outbursts. He says in a relationship, sometimes somebody would just do something just to see if you still love them. And he says people can come in and, and, and tell you that. Um, you know, this was only streamed this much or that didn't sell or, or whatever it may be. And it really starts to make you feel like your voice is not meaningful. Um, he's basically said, and this one actually I understood where he's coming from. He says, I come home to Chicago and I hear three Drake records and I don't hear a single Ye record. Well, if you put out more than seven songs, we will have more options to listen to, Kanye. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... I don't know. Kanye always has a reason for his outburst. Like, oh, I'm outburst because... What did he say first time? Um, They don't want me. They don't want to hear me. When he went on his rant about Yeezy and him being a fashion designer and no one wanted to let him in from the Charlemagne interview, he went on a rant there. And it's like, oh, they don't want to hear my voice. And now it's because he's bipolar. And honestly, again, like I said, I don't know anything about his mental history and much about mental health in general. I'm still learning as much as everyone else. But... You can't go on blaming your mental health for everything you do. But I can't like, say it's like I can't go said, on and be though, like I'm black. That's why I'm doing that. I'm black. But it's like that's he why said he's that. not he's not blaming it. He is explaining it. Now this is where Man. I'll actually this is where I'm gonna side with Kanye completely. Man. This is where I'm gonna side with Kanye All completely publicity. because it's like, yo, mental health is a real fucking thing. You I'm know not, what I'm saying? I'm so it's like that. when you're going through different things. It really fucks you up. Like if he's going through, like if he has bipolar um, issues, Disorder. disorders, whatever you want to refer to it as, most people think about bipolar as being hot and cold, right? You're happy one day, you're sad the next day. That's not quite what bipolarism yeah, is. Um, what bipolarism is is more <sighs> so. I don't it's know. Bipolar if that's, disorder. Whatever. It's bipolar, called bipolar, bipolar disorder. disorder. Whatever. What it basically is, is that you go from states of hyperproductivity to states of like manic depression mm-hmm. and you switch back and forth on the fly, right? So if he has that issue where he's facing those things, I completely understand every comment he's ever made. But he was supposed to be on his pills that time, though, wasn't he? But pills is not going to correct you. But then when he came to this interview, he was off his pills, and now he's fine. I'm I'm just trying to say it's not. It's okay. But I'm, it's I'm not, not arguing. Like, I'm saying he might be. Yeah, he might have bipolar. He may be uh-huh. bipolar disorder. He okay. could be. And all is, I hope all is well with him. But all I'm trying to say is you can't keep on using that as your excuse. But he's not using it. Yeah, he is he's just, explaining it. Man, he's not using. Oh, I'm not using being black as an excuse. I'm explaining man, being black as an excuse. You are not fucking sensitive at all. No, I am. Like, and I said, if, if he has that, by all means, I understand where he's coming from there. But I still feel like 
there is at a point to where you need to take ownership for your actions. Yes and no. And I can't say you yes can't, and no. You can't rob somewhere and be like, "Oh, it's because I'm black." They they took. Pick you, me but at. you're using the wrong example. How am I using the That's wrong example? The, mental because health. Because what's happening is your mental health is not allowing you to act in a certain way. Your then mental get health. Hell, I thought he was getting help. Set, well, but you can't change overnight. Yeah, he's <laughs> you know getting help since he went out since he went on his rant on tour and he stopped his tour. So it's that was take, 2000 what? That was Pablo tour, 2016, 2017. So two years you got to be fixed. Not two years you got to be fixed, but two years. And if you're going to be on TMZ, you should know what you're saying. Like you should know. But okay, the whole point of something like bipolar disorder is that you don't know when that side of you is going to come out, and that's why you have medication for that. Medication ain't the answer. Yeah, he's Kanye West, man. You got he has the money for the good medication. Answer. Medication it's, is not the answer. You got to go not to the therapy. Answer. Yeah, well, so he's talking about that is therapy? the answer. He said he wasn't. I don't believe. He that. said he speaks to his family. That is his therapy. Yeah, Kanye's whack. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I okay, I, I but get. It, so just, just because he says he has bipolar, it, it it clears him of everything he said. Hear me out. <laughs> that's my question here we go okay does it clear what he says no at the end of the day he still said now there was context to it that unfortunately was never looked at <laughs> context is not key but at the end of the day he still said slavery was a choice to some capacity yeah he explained more what he meant he said it at the TMZ thing. They just nobody played that part of the clip. I, I'm not even worried about that, Tim. But now MAGA stuff your question Trump is okay. So MAGA supporting Trump, etc., etc., etc. You're asking, can we say okay because he has a mental health disorder, all of it is okay? Here's the thing: is it all okay? No. Okay. And that I will completely acknowledge. I will completely say. The shit that Kanye is doing is just not acceptable flat out. There's no if, ends, or buts around it. However, when there are mental health disorders that are tied into the mix, that are tied into, you know, explaining Kanye's behavior and and Kanye having episodes, for lack of a better word, I think it makes sense. I think it can explain the person's actions. I think you can look at a person's actions and say, you know what? I can see why they're doing that. I can see why they did that. So for example, with Kanye, he's just really, whoa, almost fucking sneezed there. I coughed. I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> the I just happened. Kanye is like just really bad at articulating himself. Okay. You know I, I do saying? believe that. He just doesn't know how to really articulate his point. I believe that. If it's and not the song. <laughs> as an example, he might not be good at articulating because of mental health. So now that mental health is stopping him from articulating himself correctly. It's making him say raunchier things, for lack of a better word. And that's what's going to get him negative press in the headline. So I, like, I think you can always bring everything back to his mental health issue. And if it's true that he ha- he has never done therapy... That's clearly the answer why. He has to dig down. He has to learn himself. He has to start understanding who he is to a level that he hasn't even thought about yet. Can't I, use pills. I, I don't believe in pills. I don't believe in pills. Anyone either. that has depression issues, do not use depression pills. That shit will fuck you up. I don't believe Anyone in pills. Anyone that either. has you know, bipolar disorder, don't use bipolar pills. That shit will fuck you up. 
go to therapy, figure yourself out, figure out a more natural way to do things. Now, what if a therapist tells you to take those pills? Take the therapist that shit. won't tell you to take that. Not shit. Your psychologist or whatever, the psychiatrist. Nobody will tell you to take. Oh, no, they don't have fucking. Pres- how do you think they prescribe the Adderall? It's, it's no, doctors, it's not doctor. Man. It's like your psychologist or it's nah, one of the psychologists, psychiatrists. One of them can actually prescribe pills. Any smart one will don't. No, nah, they do, do that, that, man. Because that's how people. Because when they leave therapy, what do you think happens? For the next two one week, they have to like keep calm. I wouldn't do they that. They still shit. take pills. Now, I'm against pills, but if a therapist, if you know, like if a therapist knows someone's going through severe depression, and they say take these pills when I'm not talking to you, I, I can't talk to you twenty four seven. I still you wouldn't better do take it. those pills. I still wouldn't do it. I would take those pills because I that's would not a recommend to anyone that shit. When a when a doctor but says what, take what Advil do, for your headache, pills numbs you. Right? Yeah, but when the doctor says take Advil for your headache, don't say no. Pills numb you. It's, it's right. So it. what happens doctor. is your your whole sense of thinking becomes numb. And you might do some shit that you're going to regret. I don't believe that, man. I, I've never taken these pills. I've not been prescribed these pills. So I'm not going to say what it does and what it doesn't do. But I mean, that is if true. a doctor says <laughs> take something, I will believe you going to school for how many years take those pills. I'm, again, if it's severe to the point where you need to, I'll say take it. If it's not, then don't take it. You know, again, it's all up to your doctor. I'm it. not a doctor. But I, I get it. I, I completely understand. Mental, just because you suffer from some sort of mental health Illness. issue, it doesn't necessarily clear all your wrongs. It doesn't clear... No, it doesn't clear your wrongs. Okay, that, what that's, that's what I'm just saying with Kanye. Like, I do believe Kanye is going to your wrongs. It does explain a lot of stuff he says, a lot of stuff he's done. But I, I see a I still lot of... I clearing you just because of that. I see a lot of pain in Kanye. I see a lot of... I see a lot of signs of, of, of lack of health mentally. Um, I see a lot of I think stunts. he'll... I think... I I used to think they're publicity stunts, but just like Nicki Minaj, you can truly tell there's some mental health issues. <laughs> and I don't mean that Minaj. disrespectfully. I, I do, know you don't, but it's so funny. I don't mean that I, disrespectfully. Nicki Minaj has some right? shit. So it's she, like... She could talk to someone about. I can truly see some mental health issues in, in some of these celebrities, and I know that it's it's a result of you know their stardom, their yeah. fame, uh, the, the, the court of public opinion... And some of the things that they're saying about them, and the at the end of the animal. day, I'll leave that there. At the end of the day, and we'll we'll talk zoo animal in a, in a bit. At the end of the day, these guys are humans. Yeah, I agree with that. Right. So, listen, I like joining in on the fun on social media. <laughs> I do. Uh-huh. But you got to ask yourself: Am I going too far? <laughs> That's a big question. Am I? If I see that this person does something to themselves. Next week, do I feel like I played a part in it? Yeah, that that's a question. That's a question no one ever asked himself. Right? So like when Cody went to rehab, who else was who were you part of the people that are saying your album was shit? You just want to smarten <laughs> up, man. Smarten up with like okay, again, it's fun. It is fun. It is fun to tell people to give your opinion. But <laughs> behind the computer screen. Smarten up, just just realize that the words that you're saying has a real effect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It has a real effect on people's lives. Um, it has a real effect on the mental health of people and the way that people think about themselves and their environment. Um, I can see very clear issues with somebody like a Kanye West, somebody like a Nicki Minaj. And all you really ask is that they seek the right assistance. That's yeah, all you can really ask. Seek all. the right type of assistance. It's Get not right through pills. It's through conversation with professionals. 
So fucking everyone, man, self-love is the best love. Let's give a round of applause for everyone else. Just because I want to use soundboard. It's been too long. (laughs) It's been too long. We haven't pressed anything yet. It's been too long. I haven't pressed anything yet. So you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. I just pressed stop right away. But I just wanted to get a clap going. Now, let, let's get a little happier, man, because I was, I was getting cheese there. Let's get happier. I don't think the next topics are happier, but okay. We forgot to do this last week. Oh, yeah. We forgot to do this last week. So every week, guys, um, especially as new music is constantly being released, especially as we want to be talking about it um, with you guys and telling you guys some of our standout tracks and telling you guys whether or not we have an, an oh my god what the hell is that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i pressed play by accident uh whether or not we have oh an initial god. rating for things um we also want to tell you what's in our rotation what we're listening to what, what we're listening, listening to, to what's, what's in, in our rotation ear, what's bumping in the cars uh you start that off okay recently played so pretty much hip hop central on spotify okay. if you have spotify i'll pretty much i bump that a lot just when i don't know what to bump um astro world okay Kamikaze, a little bit of it Oh, this week I wanted to make sure I changed what was in my in my play in my in my rotation. And you recently played. Yep. So um, uh, I listened to Speaker Knockers. It's mm. the Speaker Knock. You probably don't know who he is. I've never heard of Speaker Knockers. Well, uh, he he's dead now. Oh, sure. okay. he passed away like I think 2016. It's actually funny because when he passed away, I was like, I haven't heard of. Like, he was on a hot street. Like he was like two or three songs that were blowing up. And after like a few months, I'm like, whatever happened to this guy? And I googled it. I was like, oh, he passed away. They found him dead. In was he like run. young? Yeah, he was like I think ninety four, and he passed away. In oh shit! He was really young. Damn. And he was he wasn't signed. He was known for he produced his tracks, rapped on his tracks, and put it out to the public. And he was just talking to labels, and then um, no one really knows what happened. People said it was a heart attack. People say it was a lean overdose. No one really knows. Yikes! Anyway, just moving on because <laughs> I don't want to talk about death for so long. Uh, um, Kid Cudi, I bumped Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon, the okay. whole album, of course. It's been on your playlist pretty regularly. <laughs> That's heavy. Uh, a bunch of Young Thug. Old Young Thug. Okay. Uh, a bunch of old Lil Wayne too. I rate it. Um, this is Lil Wayne on 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 um Spotify. Uh, Slime Season. I rate it. I rate it. A bunch of Canadian music too. Canadian Toronto Six Buzzes. Um, playlist. Six Buzz has a playlist. They have a playlist. It's all okay. Toronto artists. I rate I, it. I bump that sometimes. Well, I'm start I checking to get that out. Toronto artists. And of course, we end the week with my boy Juice World as usual. Getting in my feelings. Yo. Listening to Goodbye and Good Riddance the whole album. Yo, That's let me rotation. let me let me tell you what's in oh, my yeah, rotation. Juice World, you told me to bring that up. Let me tell you what's in my rotation. Juice World, Juice World. Yo, okay, guys, we did it. We got this guy listening to Juice World. Juice World is in my rotation. We got this guy listening to Juice World. This is my first time listening to Juice World. Um, he was singing the lyrics too the other day. You've explained obviously Juice World and the album and it's nothing special. But how I, I you just can like expect it. to play it and and what mood you have to be in to play it. Uh-huh. I'm in that mood. There we go. Oh, guys are in your feelings sometimes. Yo, I am in my feelings. Gotta play that. Um, goodbye and good riddance is definitely on my fucking playlist right now. Ew, we did uh, it, guys. Let me let me let me see some standout tracks. Uh, All girls are the same. These girls uh, are the same. The Uzi same. track, wasted. Wasted. Uh, Lucid dreams. Oh, Lucid dreams is big. Uh, which Lean one else? With it. Used to. Hurt me. Leaning with the scared of love. Shit. Um, bl- um, black and white. It's a good album. I'm with my black friends. It's a good album. Doing cocaine with What my else is in my friends. rotation? I also have um Victory Lap. Yo, Dream Dreamville is 
heavy right now. I gotta see that Dreamville like album. Heavy in my rotation right now. So I've been bumping uh, Revenge of the Dreamers two. So that came out I think in twenty sixteen. Um, that's that of course is a Dreamville project. Cole, Bass, Cause, Omens on there. Uh, Ari Lennox is on there. Uh, Earth Gang is not on this GID? one. JID's not on this one either. This is again in 2016. Is there another one after that? Uh, not that I know of. Are they going to come out one soon? Maybe. Probably before their tour? Maybe. Uh, well, no, they're touring fe- already. Sorry, their festival. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. I hope so. Uh, JID, of course, The Never Story. That's his 2017 project. Never been dead, never been stopped. Never uh, been I'm stopped. getting amped for his 2018 project that's it's supposed to come projects? out, uh, I think, before the end of September, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Which project am I amped for? Lil Pump Harvard Dropouts. Anyways, um, I'm serious. I'm actually the Boss that Project, project. Milky Way. Uh, Milky Way. That's on my list for sure. That's a new one, right? Uh, yeah, that's a new one. Uh, Royalty by Earth Gang. That's another 2018 project. talking about them. I need to um, what else is on my list? Why Shit. should I listen to Earth Gang? Um, because they're amazing. <laughs> Any more than that? Music is objective. Uh, music's not objective. Oh, sorry, music, uh, <laughs> music is subject. No, music is subjective. It's subjective. Yes. Yeah, Why should you listen to Earth Gang? Uh, because I feel like the rhythm that they use, uh, they use a good pace. Like if you like, who are they comparable to? Roughly, they're almost a more. Put, okay, put it this way: if so, let's say there's creative versus rap. Yeah. Right. J someone like JID. Mm-hmm. Technically his name is Jid, if I'm not mistaken. So why do they want to call him JID? Is it because they put periods between his name? IMO, in my opinion. <laughs> um <laughs> so if you listen to, to JID, as creative as much as he is on the creative spectrum, he's still rapping. Yeah. Earth Gang to me is more on the creative scale. Okay, okay. And less on the rapping scale. Okay. Oh, you just told me there. <laughs> no, not less on the rapping, but I, 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 I like creativity in music. I like seeing yeah. different stuff. So that's I really like fucking Earth Gang for that. So royalty, okay, so I'm bumping Earth that. Earth Gang, I'm bump them. Uh, bumping that victory lap, like you said, Nipsey Hussle. I, know, I truly feel like that's that could be the album of the year. At the end of the year, we're going to talk about album of the year. We're actually going to do our own little Grammys or the Grammy. Yeah, at the end of the year, we're like I don't think it's year. everything is love anymore. We'll I think it's victory lap. Ooh, that's a sick. Oh my god, I'm not going to give that idea out. Now, nah, don't don't put that idea out <laughs> in the world yet. Um, I'm bumping a couple of singles as well. Shit, what, what am I bumping? Singles. Damn, I never seen you bump a single in my life. I'm bumping a Blood Orange. Oh yeah, Blood Orange is dope. Actually, I was taking them in. Blood Orange, that album dope. that came out, a Negro Swan. A Negro Swan, I love that. Uh, what what's our next people's name? Emotional Oranges. Wait, which one did you just say before? I said Blood Orange. That's a different one. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Emotional Oranges. I don't want to mix them up. Emotional, Emotional Oranges. oranges. Yeah. I'm bumping them. That's they have a I'm track bumping. called uh, Personal. That track is fire. Low key good, yo. Low key. Um, High key too. Let me check title because I'm still on my free subscription. Tidal. What yeah, am I bumping on title? Uh, Jay Z's entire collection. Uh, <laughs> He's usual, not even joking. That's the funny part. The serious. usual. Uh, Deadass. Shit. What's in my collection right now? The party never ends. I literally have just Jay Z's entire catalog. I don't want to choose what's stuck in my That's kind of all I'm bumping right now. When I bought more bomb like every day after work. Yo. <laughs> That's like my going home from work. Yo. I got oh, and my phone's dry. Colin. <laughs> Yo, fuck. <laughs> um, that might be everything that's in my rotation. Um, 
as of right now. I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. Yeah, me neither. Jazz classics. You got to bump that on Spotify. <laughs> Jazz uh, you know, That's why I said, like, my hip-hop At central, the right time. Hip-hop central gives me the singles I don't like. It gives me, like, that one random Drake song that I feel like listening to. I like Tidal's Jazz Classics uh, playlist. That shit goes in. I just find any reason to plug title. <laughs> Pretty much. We know that. <laughs> we know this. Uh, Black Excellence, man. Fuck. Why not? It was exactly. Wasn't it? Did you just say, why would I buy Belvedere when dad, when daddy, when Pause. <laughs> Pause. Whoa. When Diddy owns um, Ciroc? That was Jay-Z. You mean? Yeah, that's what I said. That was... <laughs> you said, is it, is it Diddy that said? Oh, I thought it was Jay-Z that said Yeah, that. Jay-Z said it. Jay-Z said, why yeah, would that was, I buy that was, that, honestly, that was a big line. That, that line made me think, like, wow. I need to support more black people. Facts. So, so we try to keep it black around here, man. Black <laughs> love is the, it's all it's only black around Black here, love man. is the best love. Self-love is the best love. You already know what it black is. Cars, um, we got anything for music, man? I think that's Not I think that's it. I'm good. I think that's it on the music side of things. So let's let's get off of music. Um, let's get a little bit into I mean, you can kind of call it politic-ish. Anything that's not pretty much politic ish slash sports ish. So that we can segue into sports later. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> right? So when we're going to sports, you're only like, where did this come from? Exactly. So I do want to talk about um none other than Tiger Woods. Yeah, Tiger um Woods. Tiger Woods has been playing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh we spoke last week about that one on one matchup that with he will have Phil with Phil Mickelson. Nicholson. A uh, winner gets nine million dollars. I said he's probably the favorite, and he's probably gonna win. Um, but he's been playing well. well. He wasn't the favorite. Remember we said Nick Mickelson. No, he was is the favorite. favorite. No, he had the negative. That means yeah, the favorite. that's favorite. That's oh, favorite. I don't bet. Sorry. Yeah, you don't bet. So you <laughs> I don't know what the, I thought. Negative just means bad. Um, so Tiger Woods doing everything well right now. You know what happens when you do everything well? The spotlight is um, on you hard. Something bad is looming around the corner. Yep, because I guess it's probably just on you. Everyone's looking at every single step you make, every single word you say. Tiger Woods has some things to say about uh, none other than Donald Trump. So Tiger Woods was sort of pressed um, pressed. about people being threatened by Trump and his policy. Okay. Um, And people, you know, and, and people have noticed in the past that Tiger Woods has a seemingly friendly relationship. With uh, with uh, Donald Trump. Well, he's not black, so and uh, it turns out he does. So basically, what Tiger Woods said is that well, he's the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. You have to respect office, no matter who's in the office. You may dislike them personally, politically, etc., but we have to respect the office. Right, so can I say something quickly? Go ahead, because I sort of do understand where he's coming from. I do as well, but let me finish. Let me get more some more stats off because I think uh, context is a little key here. Because that's because I when when Donald Trump got tweeted, I did tweet this, or maybe I said it to myself. I don't know if I tweeted it, but I said, "All right, Trump's the president. We don't like it, but you also don't want your president to be shit." Let me get so the next points off. Okay, let me get the next point because again, there is a there is some context that's going to be added to it. So Tiger was asked about his relationship with Donald Trump. Right. And he mm-hmm. says, well, I've known Donald for a number of years. Uh, we've played golf together. We've had dinner together. I've known him pre-presidency and obviously during his presidency. Right. So that's just the one context I wanted to get off. Yeah. Trump does know Woods. They have a relationship. They have at the very least a cordial relationship, mm-hmm. a professional relationship. Let's call it that. 
They've golfed together. I mean, we know Trump spends all of taxpayers' money on golfing. Um, And they've had dinner together. So, And I'm sure they've talked about women and and, and things along those lines. (laughs) So Trump, Tiger Woods knows Trump. Tiger Woods has some bias towards Trump. Yes. Whether it's conscious or whether it's unconscious. Subconscious. Right? (laughs) Unconscious. No, technically unconscious is the correct terminology well unconscious would be like you're not subconscious like when you do it without thinking unconscious like you're not even thinking you're they're still tech i think they're both technically correct are we are are we gonna do this uh, systematic versus systemic thing again (laughs) fuck we're good good. subconscious versus unconscious unconscious. is that the name i think we got the name of the episode (laughs) subconscious versus unconscious shit um so what are what are your thoughts on this? Um, because I, I I think I'm gonna agree with what you're about to say. I agree. I feel like when he won the president, like, all right, we don't like it. We don't like him. But he's also the president. You don't want him to be shit. You're in the country he's leading. So let's all gather around, teach this guy Donald Trump how to be a president, and let him run the country as a president. And I think that's kind of what he's trying to say. Like, look, he's the president at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Let's all rally around and make this country. I'm not gonna say great again, but let's let's Don't make use this tagline ever. Let's, oh, that's why I'm not gonna say that. Let's make this country well. I think, and I think that's what he's going for. Like, hey, like, I'm not saying I'm best friends with this guy, but I'm also know he's the president. And mm-hmm. if he says, "What's my ideas to make this country better?" I will give him my two cents, and I will do that too right now. Donald Trump calls me, "Hey, yo, Shola, <laughs> what give you, me some advice. Yo, I give will me some give advice. him some advice. I don't get, what do you think I should do? Dick. I'm like, hey, this is what you should need to do. This is what you need to do. And I think that's where. Trump was not Trump. That's where Woods is coming from. Right. So I think that last point that you said um, really solidifies what I think Tiger Woods is trying to say. So basically what you said was, if Trump calls you up, hey, Shola, what should I do to better this country? You're not going to say, suck a nigga dick a something. Pause. <laughs> Pretty much. What you're going to do is, or what you should do, is try to have progressive conversation mm-hmm. at all times. Is what people are not trying to do. I think the reason why Tiger Woods had said this, um, there's two sides of it, right? The uh-huh. first side is that I truly believe he's tone deaf. Oh, yes. And he's not aware of what's going on in the, you know, the communities of people of color and how they're impacted Definitely. by... What Trump has done to this country, not to this country, sorry, to the United States of America. Um, I think that Tiger Woods voted for Trump. Um, I think that Tiger Woods circle (laughs) of people voted for Trump because at the end of the day, uh, the Republican system, whether you agree with the individual or not, the Republican system is the poor get poorer, the rich get richer. Mm -hmm. And as a rich person, you're inclined to vote Republican. That's just a fact whether it's Donald Trump or whether it's whoever, right? Mm-hmm. John McCain or whoever is running. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's just a fact. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if, if Tiger Woods voted for him. And that's first thing first and foremost. However, there is always another side to the coin. And I think what the other side to the coin is, is that Tiger Woods makes a very valid point. My coin has two sides. Normally speaking... Normally speaking, um, when you think about how society refers to Trump, it's a lot of insulting. It is. Right? It's a lot of F that guy. He's this. He's that. He's this. He's that. I'm going to insult him in whatever way that I can. Agreed. Uh, I'm not going to even... Like, who was it that said? um, 
Probably a Angela. few people have said they wouldn't even sit in a room with him. Definitely Angela Rye. No, Rye would probably talk to him. You think um, so? Jay-Z said he wouldn't sit. No, who was it that said? Was it Jay-Z said he wouldn't sit in a room with Trump? I think Jay Cole has said he wouldn't sit in a room with Trump. See, I'm against that. Um, but that's, that's the point I'm trying to make, right? So it's like, rather than completely... Alienating. Alienating, cold-shouldering, and I completely understand why you as a human being would want to do that. I agree. With, I, You're I naturally see that inclined point too. to do that for somebody that is as disgusting as Donald Trump. Yeah. However, we don't make you got to respect the presidency because at the end of the day he is your president exactly. and you got to try to make the most of it even if it's the worst situation. You got to mm-hmm. what's the what's the hip hop reference? You got to play with the cards that you're dealt with. Exactly, and the cards that got, right? and you're dealt Donald Trump. So. You're dealt Donald Trump, so how can you make that pair of twos try to win you the poker hand, right? <laughs> Ooh, that, that was an analogy. There, it's not that Donald good of a Trump's hand. The worst hand in it's the a game. trash hand, or the, the worst hand in poker, I think, is um, King two, ace two. Is it seven two? You it is seven poker. two. It's seven two. Seven two is the worst hand in poker. How can you make a seven two work for you to try to win the round? Mm. Mm-hmm. It's bars. That's what I think Tiger Woods is trying to say. Respect the fact that he is the president. Do the most that you can with him in office. And then when it's time, get him out of here. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> don't get him back. That's extra. Watch Donald Trump get a second term. Yo. Watch I, Donald Trump get a second term. I don't think he will. I used to think he was going to, but I, I no think longer he think will. he's going to. I don't think he will. Do you think he will? I don't think he will. I feel like he just lost. I don't know. It just. It's fucked up. We we can't we can't up. we can't keep on letting quote unquote celebrities start winning. Then life becomes a popularity contest. That's true. I just I don't know, man. I just I want the Democrats to have a legitimate candidate. Um, That's true. Next election, <laughs> there was no candidate. I mean, Clinton was a. I mean, Everyone just thought she was just going to win. Like she wasn't really standing on. Anyway, I'm not going to go into politics. Yeah, I know. This is not a politics podcast. We are not going to try to get into politics in any way, shape, or form, especially American politics, like Shola just said. Um, But you know what? We wanted to make sure we talked about that because Tiger Woods is involved uh, and because he's playing well. And now if he wants to find a way to not play well, um, he just found it. And I found his race. His race is Cablin Asian. Who? You never heard about that? He did an interview and like, what race are you? And he said, I'm Cablin Asian. Tiger Woods? Yeah, that's why black people don't claim him that hard. Wait, what? You didn't hear about this? No. So I don't remember where it was, but he said in an interview like way back when, like in, I think early 2000s, like what race? Because he's clearly mixed. And he says, I'm, I'm Cablin Asian, a combination of Caucasian, black, American, Indian, Asian. And everyone was like, yo, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why can't you just say you're black? Cabalalasian? That shit like that. Cab- what? C-A-B-L-I-N. Is it Cablasian? Yeah, Cablasian. <laughs> Wait, ca- no. C-A-B-L-I-N. Asian. C-A-B-L. Cablin. Asian. Cablin Asian? Yes. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And that's so why he's trying to say people. he's Creole? 
He's been trying to try and say he's not black, but he's also not white. And it's like, yo, shut the fuck up. Cablin Asian. Yo, yeah. I think we found the new episode name. It's Cablin Asian. People already know that reference is Tiger Woods. What the fuck? That's a t- you never heard of that before? I've never heard of Cablin Asian or, ever. No, it's, it's only Tiger Woods that's ever said it. It's not a thing. Oh, he made it up. He made it up in an interview. Like someone asked him, What race are you? And he said, Oh my Cablin god. Asian. So he must have thought about this thing like prior to. Yeah, that's why black people did not <laughs> ride with him for a while Whoa. at one point. They were like, yo, how you not gonna just claim that you're black? I don't know, man. I never really claimed Tiger Woods. No one. That's what that. that but you never heard of it because your parents are, you know. I've I've just I've never claimed Tiger Woods. I mean, I still claim him as black because he he does he does. Yeah, he's him. black. He's black. You're right. No, he's black. You, you know, Tiger Woods. We're claiming him, man. Fuck that. If if logic is is black, Tiger Woods is black. Hey, logic is mixed. <laughs> in case you didn't know. Did you know that logic is mixed <laughs> yo, by any chance? I'll go listen to his album. I hope he doesn't talk about it. I don't know, man. I think yo. It, Tarantino Four is coming out though, no? Is it? I think it you is. Dropped that single recently. Did you like that? I didn't. Even is that the one with that singer on it that I spoke about last Ryan week? Ryan Tedder. Ryan Tedder. Yeah, I spoke. I've about it. Yeah, you spoke about. It. I have not listened to that. It's, song, right. it's too. It's too preachy. His last album was. I felt like it was too. It was too trying, preachy. Yeah, exactly. He trying too, too much. Just give me that spaceship one again, <laughs> and we're good on that. Right. Um. Let's get off this Trump shit. Let's get off this fucking like Tiger Woods shit. Um. Let's on to. Let's move on to some more racism. Um. NFL. Um, now this is NFL related because it's related to Madden. Um, mm-hmm. We're talking about the Madden video game competition uh, that unfortunately ended prematurely with a mass shooting. Um, now this is something that was widely spoken about, so yep. we don't want to get too into it. Again, we do like to touch on things that haven't been discussed. It's real life. Um, it's real life. I feel like the past couple of weeks we've been a little too popular. We, I feel like we have been. <laughs> Definitely have been a little too popular. So you know what, man? We're, we're getting in some shit this week that hasn't been talked about enough. Uh, Tiger Woods was definitely one of them. I feel like that should have been a I've main talking heard, point. never heard anyone talk about Tiger Woods. And didn't hear anyone talk about it. So we definitely wanted to make sure we cover that. Um, but again, with the, with the Madden video game mass shooting, mm-hmm. I don't want to touch on this too long. Me neither. But I had an issue with... <laughs> was he white? Was he was Madden? white. Yeah, and the first news article that I saw, gunmen had mental illness in the past. All right, that's it. Pack up. I'm going home. I'm done with. This okay, shit. yeah, you're I right. So we're about an hour, an hour ten in. You I know, it's been great. With this shit. It's, it's been it great. Early. It's Turner Views Podcast episode nineteen. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend to. Tell we out of here, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. So whatever. Watch out for wastelands. It's like, okay, like okay. I don't even know where to go with this. I don't know where to go with this. Did the guy that um, shot at Yorkdale have a mental history? We will never know. We've seen the picture with him at the fitted on, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> and we'll get to that later. Um, it's so dumb, man. Like, I, but, see, I, I, I have a hard time even asking a question. You gotta ask it. Maybe we'll just, put the, maybe we'll just leave it out there. Just gotta um, ask it. The gunman was white, Caucasian. We well, had mental issues. And of the first article that came out was... Does the sorry the gunman had mental illness in the past? This is where I was speaking about mental illness does not justify your action. Mm, there we go. That's like that. it does not justify your action. It potentially explains your action. Okay. Okay. Not this right? is a, this is a good example of it explaining. Okay, it's not. It's a horrible example. But oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> fucking around. We're, we're fucking around with the soundboard guys we're trying to figure out uh, which sounds to put on it 
and uh shola's just yeah. playing ambient uh sounds <laughs> no, ambient white noise i hit something uh we wanted to see if we can try fucking around with that sound bite no but i don't think we can um, um sorry i was going back one saying um it's a bad example but i don't understand what you're saying of yes it is mentally get to explain if he was mentally ill but yeah it doesn't it doesn't justify, it doesn't, it justify his, his actions it doesn't justify the actual action yeah. itself uh it's still wrong um unfortunate man unfortunate because it's like you can't even fucking play video games nowadays it's what can you do other than, you know what i'm you saying can't leave like your house Fam. It's unreal. Just oh my goodness. Be safe out there, people, man. Just be Where safe. Where did this happen? Uh, at Jacksonville. Definitely Florida. Florida, yeah. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Florida. Do you, do you have, is it an open gun state? I don't know, but it's Florida. Uh, well, there were people there. Moving but EA on. does plan to host a tribute to the two, because two people did lose their life. I think a lot of people got injured. Only two people lost their life? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm, it's not. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I but like, I thought it was more. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was, it was, only, it was like, I mass. thought it was more too, but when I did more research into it, it was only two. It was a black guy and a white guy. So they actually have a GoFundMe official um, verified by GoFundMe.com. Okay. So if you guys want, do want to donate money if you're EA Madden players, by all means. I can't call Madden because they blurred out Kaepernick's name and I need to put my foot down somewhere. Yo, where, okay. So let me, let me ask a little sidebar question. How uh, how much do you put your foot down with the NFL? What do you allow yourself to do and not do? Because I was listening to a good conversation <laughs> on good uh, the Weirdo podcast. Shout out to Devon Terrell. Yeah, he's dope. Um, I love his energy, man. The Weirdo podcast. I, I don't remember the co-host's name, and I do apologize because I know that's family to him. Um, but they had a really good conversation. They were talking about fantasy football. Um, and they were talking about the NFL and, and what Devon Terrell mm-hmm. was saying was that I'm not going to stop watching. I'm not going to stop by. I was watching college football um, before I Because came. where I put my foot down isn't with my viewership. It's with their sponsors. Mm. So if I can impact their sponsors, their oh, sponsors nice. can't give them as much money. And that's where I'm making my impact. Okay. So I guess, I mean... Well, that makes sense because I was watching college football before I came here and I was enjoying that shit. So, okay, so where where do you put your foot down then? So you said you can't do Madden. I'm not going to do Madden. Because of the Kaepernick shit. Yeah. Clear NFL. Can you still watch games? I can still watch games. Actually, I have no problem watching games. The only reason I could never watch games was just because I was always... I hated the head-to-head, helmet-to-helmet, mm-hmm. contact. That knowing that they're knowingly damaging their brains... Yeah. Is what irks me. But then sometimes I see a nice play and I'm like, yo, I got to watch football. Can you, um, <laughs> would you still buy merch? No. Even though I do have an Arizona so no, jersey. Okay, but you have it already. That's yeah. different. That's different. But I'm not buying any more jerseys. Like, I'm not trying to pay money to watch NFL. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, would you? I I wouldn't watch. You wouldn't even watch it at all. Well, you, no. never, you were never a big football. No, I was never a big football guy. So it's easy football, for me yeah. to just completely tune it out. I don't um, know. Like, five years of solid football watching with my brother so i i'm invested in football yeah i'm just not invested i've I've never been invested i i just i mean i used to be invested when like madden 05 was out remember madden we were talking about this madden Madden 06 with donovan uh, Donovan mitchell with donovan McNabb (laughs) on the cover (laughs) there's probably a kid at that point that was when you couldn't you couldn't stop with michael vick in that one michael Michael vick was unstoppable and he can throw it made no sense yeah that he had power but no accuracy his just, accuracy was 87. His power was like 94. And, and his speed was like 92. It just made like no sense. No catch me. Nobody Unreal. could catch Michael Vick. We spent too much time. Um, 
But again, I don't I don't think um I don't think I would support the NFL to any capacity. Yeah. I wouldn't buy merch, I wouldn't watch the program. Um so I wouldn't I wouldn't play fantasy football. Um fantasy, I saw fantasy a few years ago. Yeah, just 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 I'm I'm good. I'm good on the NFL. I'm good but we're going to stay on the NFL for one quick second hey. as we transition into LeBron's show called The Shop. Yes, that's a right. show on HBO. Is it on HBO? It's on HBO. I Shit. couldn't even find it anywhere. I've tried looking for the episode. I found a few clips, but I'm not trying to watch clips. Uh, I think he's only had one episode so far. I th- uh, This might be the only one. On that episode, he had a few names. He had Draymond Green, I think. He had Candace Parker. Candace Parker was on there. He had um, Snoop. OBJ, uh, like you just Snoop said. Snoop was on Snoop Dogg? There, there was an order. I think Snoop Dogg was there. Shit. OBJ was there, and there was a few other people I can't remember. Again, this is just from watching like highlights and watching, um, not highlights, watching like trailers and stuff. But OBJ did say one part that I respected, and I'm gonna play. He's about to play that for you. I'm right gonna now. play that, um, live and direct. Take a picture, like, I'm like I'm really in a rush. I gotta go. I get on Twitter. It's like, oh yeah, I'm a giant season ticket holder for 30 years. Like, first of all, you 20 something, and then, <laughs> and, then, and then it's like, oh, he's an asshole. He didn't want to take a picture. It's like, to me, I'd be feeling like I tell people this all the time. I really feel like a zoo animal. Like that's where life's gone for me. You know, we used to take your kids to the zoo, and we used to be like, you know, I want to, I want to see the lions, or let's go see the lions. And you go out there, and the lions are laid out. You know what I mean? It's like, why aren't they doing lion stuff? You know what I mean? Like I got people who call, oh damn. Dance like like I'm a like I'm a, a show punk a show monkey or something like I'm a puppet you know what I mean and it's like to me that doesn't feel good but it's like damn that's what life became but can you ever really detach from that? Mm. So that's Odell Beckham on what is life like being in the spotlight. He has and we talked about this a few this times. Is, that's what I was gonna say. This is a conversation that we've had more than once. Yes, sir. Right. And we said that it comes with the stardom. It is part of being a star, but but we've also said that there has to be respect mm-hmm. um, on both sides. And do you see what he said at the end there? He's like, "Is it possible to detach? Is it possible to just be?" Because according to what I heard, they went into more talk about this, and they pretty much said they were expected to put on a show mm-hmm. for like an hour a day when they're on the field or wherever they do on the court. But then people don't realize that after that show is done, they go back to real life. People expect to be in that show mode right. 24-7. So it's almost like a wrestler. Like what right? you said, like, like do you expect do you expect uh Dwayne Johnson to always be the rock? Yeah, sometimes in terms of WWE rock, not mm-hmm. just obviously the fact that he's known as yeah. the rock to this day, right? Um, do you always expect Steve Austin to always be Stone Cold? Do you expect OBJ to always OBJ be dancing? OBJ to always be Odell Beckham Jr. Dancing, as you see him on, on ESPN and right? Instagram movie dancing to all the songs? It's like he's like, is it possible to detach from that? Like, eventually, what do you th- well, what do you think? Is it possible to detach? I think it is if we let them. Should we if let Odell them? Beckham says, "I'm sorry, I'm running late to catch a plane. I can't take a picture." We shouldn't be going on to him like, I'm never going to be your fan again. Mm. We should be able to say, all right, man, to go catch so a plane. So you think there should be more responsibility on, uh, let's just say fans, for lack yeah, of a better word. Fans. There should be more responsibility on the fans to be more sensitive towards the superstar. Yes. I feel like it's, it's our fault. 
Absolutely. It really is. And they can't be the superstar you know them as all the time. So how do we get people to... How do we get people to oblige by that? How do we get people to to understand that these guys can't be in in performance mode all day? You just honestly, it's just something you gotta know as you grow up. It's something you can't go on Twitter and go. But there, there's always gonna be young fans, right? It's it's a it's a it's a rotating door. We gotta teach them. Teach right? them. That's it. How? This show right here. If people see this clip more, and understand. Mm. Wow, like he wasn't trying to be a bitch. He was late for a flight. Conversation. I, I don't know if it was a flight, but I guess conversation. Yeah, conversation. Like right? we need to, we need to close that gap between these famous people. Uh-huh. And social media does not help the fact that I think social media has... is helping though, because remember what Will Smith said on the uh, the the Rap Raider oh, podcast himself. On how media. yeah, how like and even like everyone started to acknowledge this. Yesterday's celebrity was unreachable. And now they are. Right? Like, think about the mega stars of yesterday, the Madonnas, as an example. It was like, yo, you're not even going to see Madonna. But. Until she comes out to do that Super Bowl performance, as an example. You're not going to know what she's up to. Uh-huh. You're never going to see a public video about her. A, B, C, D, and E. Right? You're not. She, she's not going to exist outside of a moment where she's performing and making money. And now you get to see her all over. And now today's mega star, uh, let's use DJ Khaled as an example. I mean, obviously, there's bigger stars, yeah. but yeah, yeah. he's a good example. Okay. You know every single thing that is going on in that guy's life. And that's what makes him a star. Will Smith, you know every single thing that's going on in his life. Even somebody like Jay-Z is a lot more visual than he used to be. Okay, now let me throw this... Play devil's advocate here. How many of these guys are actually putting what they are actually doing? How many of these guys have a team of people that run the social media that only put videos of them dancing, only put pictures of them eating at expensive restaurants, only put videos of them doing certain things? But as now that's to what? And now that's what we see whenever we go on. And I'm going to use OBJ just as an example. I've never uh-huh. seen Australia. Yeah. If he posts ten videos or ten pictures, right, and four and seven of them are of him dancing. When okay. I see him on the street, I'm going to think, oh, shit, that's OBJ. He loves to dance. Dance for me, OBJ, because that's all you're showing me. And that's yes why, and, and no. that's where I'm just saying social media is not necessarily, is not necessarily, yeah, they're more reachable, but have them also showing us a fake life. How many people show a fake life on social media? Well, I mean, it's like, it's like they say, you, you know, social media is your, your highlight, right? Social media is the highlight of your day, so don't compare your regular life to somebody else's highlights. Well, see what you just said there? How many people actually know it's just a highlight? I think everyone knows that mm. now. I think as, I mean, mm. it's it's obvious that not everyone knows that. But I think <laughs> a lot of people are aware enough of that okay. to continue to actively discuss it. To continue to actively say, hey guys, don't forget these are their highlights. Don't compare your regular life. I, the reason I've, why I know that is because that's a saying I've in never, the social media world. Now, I know this for just by my way of thinking. Okay. But I've never heard anyone ever say that. Actually, I may have heard someone say that once or twice, but I've, it's not as common as I would want it to be. Right. Put it that way. But then it's people's job like us to just spread, right? Like communicate, spread the word, make people think. At the end of the day, I think I think that's the key. If you make people think 
about some of the things that they're doing, see, it will stop them from doing some of the things that they're doing. So go back to your original question. Okay. Whose fault is it that, and or how do we change this perception that these celebrities, mm-hmm. superstars, don't always need to be in show mode 24-7? I think it's like, it's the key to anything, right? So there's a reason why stigmas exist, mm-hmm. right? There's a reason why perceptions, let's call it, exist, and like you said with the Odell Beckham Jr. thing, if you see, and again, we I don't follow him. I don't know what his stories look like. I don't but like you that. said, if he posts 10 stories on Instagram and seven of them are him dancing, doing a shoot and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> doing you're going to expect him to be in that dance mode at all times, mm-hmm. right? The stigma is that he will be the character that you see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So to remove the stigma, the only way to remove any stigma is conversation. Oh, it, it's right. It's when like you think about uh, 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 people who are homophobic, mm-hmm. they have stigmas in their mind. Mm-hmm. How do you remove that? You have communication. Yeah. Same sex marriage to remove the stigma. You have conversation. So this uh, back in the day when you were having safe sex conversations, you <laughs> wanted to remove the stigma. By having a conversation, right? So this is the exact same thing. How do we remove the stigma of not always thinking that these celebrities need to be turned on at all times? And that's definitely going to be a heavy pause because I don't know why I'm saying uh, turning them on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, these celebrities need to be turned on at all times. You got to remove that stigma. So... OBJ talking about this in the show. And you can see the emotion when he talked about it. Oh, yeah. He, it. Everyone should watch that clip. Like, it. you can see, like, he's not just saying, oh, I did it. He was, like, legit. Like, I, I don't want to be this 24-7. How do I let people know? Like, this is not me 24-7. Like, I'm also being able to be late for a flight. Um, Him talking about it, that's the start. Absolutely. That got us talking about it. Exactly. Now and we'll then it got us talking about it. Our viewers talking about it. Our viewers talk about it. And then once they tell a friend to 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 tell a friend. They will tell everyone about it. And then again, like I said, guys, this is a social experiment, man. Mm-hmm. It's a social, social experiment. The only way for everyone to know how to remove these stigmas is to spread the word about the podcast. Pretty it's much. that easy, That's right? Cool. It's that fucking easy. So I just now, want to bring up a few other topics. Yeah, I was just about to say there oh, was okay. a lot of other shit that happened on this as well. Yeah. Um. Just a quick touch on it. We don't need to go in depth. The only one I want to talk, really talk about was the OBJ one. Uh, Candace Parker talked on uh, talked about being a parent. Okay. Which you never really think about celebrities as parents. It it's hard to go out and let's, always has a let's picture let's in your forget head. celebrity for a second. You don't really think about female athletes. Mm, that's true. As parents, especially yeah. marquee female athletes like, like Candace Parker, Parker, who's she's the mother. One she of brings the best. her. I remember I I was listening to her on. Um, Michael Rappaport's podcast. She said she brings her kid everywhere. She brings her kid everywhere. How old is her kid now? I don't know how old now, but like since the kid was like infant, the kid was going everywhere with her. And 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 the thing with WNBA, and we've spoken about this in the past, is that they play all year round. They gotta play Mm -hmm. in that league in China to make money. They gotta play in that league in Russia. Because and they actually make more back. money than they do in the WNBA. WNBA. And then come back in the WNBA. And that's but the WNBA, they make their name. 
Exactly. That makes sense. WNBA is where they make their name on a on a on a domestic level. Yes. And then internationals where they actually make their money. Playing. So it's like you know you're you're global, right? And you're a parent. So it's like, what do you do? Do you separate yourself from that mm-hmm. child for X amount of time, or do you bring your child with you and and put your child through all that's of that? Crazy. I, I, that? That that's a hard. I can't even honestly. If, honestly, I'm in that situation, I wouldn't even tell. What would you do? You have to play in China half. No, no I would play Poland. You'll play in Poland half the year. You have to play in. I would bring my Canada child. half the year. I would bring my child. I think. Um, as much quote unquote wear and tear as it could be on their body for what it is. I don't think there is wear and tear. Um, and also what happens is your child before they can even start to develop their own biases are starting to see all different types of culture. So now when they're seven or eight years old, Asian people don't look weird to them. Or white people don't look weird to them, or black people don't look weird to them, or you know Brazilians that are dark skinned don't look weird to them. Or they've seen everything. Or they could have been called racial names in their school in Russia. I'm just giving an example again, just, yeah. just an example. I, I'm, potentially, I'm thinking that was potentially. Not but to argue your point. I do that a, that type of that type of factor, you could argue, would be more common domestically than internationally, because internationally. You would feel like they're almost more, they're almost more wowed by you, as opposed to racist towards you. Depends on maybe. Where you go. I mean, yeah, it depends on where you go. I mean, obviously, yeah. you can't I, really make I, a blanket. Honestly, I've thought about that question. I don't know what I'll do. I, I need to be in that scenario, like that. But I need yeah. to be in that scenario for me to be like, here's my kid. I have a choice to make for me to make that decision. I, I would not bring. To give you an answer. I would bring. Um, I would definitely bring the kid with me. Okay. Next topic. What LeBron James regrets giving his son his name. Did he say why? Yes, the name he has to live up to. Mm. Imagine your dad's arguably the greatest basketball player of all times, and now you're playing basketball. Everyone's just looking at you like, dude, you have your dad's name. You better live up to that name. Damn. Like, Bacana he nice said he regrets it. Eh? That's interesting. I, I, I feel him <clears> on that. That is super interesting. I, that makes complete sense. I think... Um, Again, it, it, you're absolutely right. It builds that psychological pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, man, yo, we we always have to over talk it because we're 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 that generation to do it. You, you're talking mental health. Yeah, you're talking mental health. It starts again. here. Like it, it could definitely start with having my father's name. Like look at uh, uh, look at fucking Michael Jordan's son. He mm-hmm. didn't have the same first name, but he had the last name. Marcus Jordan. He was the only one that, that right, and he was the best one out of all his kids. Pressure, 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 pressure that can impact you mentally. It definitely can. It really can impact you mentally. So that's interesting that he had mentioned that. Um, I want to get into the Draymond shit. Yeah, he also talked to Draymond. So Draymond talked about LeBron James finding himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he said some shit that I think is spot the fuck on. I have the Play Instagram clip. I'm playing it. Can LeBron ever come on and say? I'm the best basketball player playing. I think you should say that. I think you should believe that. And you should definitely let the world know that. I think Bron over the last four years became LeBron James. And it wasn't nothing to do with winning. It wasn't nothing to do with stats. He found himself. People didn't start to view him as they view him now until he became that force, that man to say, I'm here. I feel like for years he shied away from saying, I'm here. 
And when he started to say, like, I'm fuck y'all, I'm here. That's when he became who he is. And no one would have ever said that until he did it himself. Motherfuckers fuck with Mike because Mike was like, I'm Mike with my hoop ring. Fuck all y'all, I'm here. And until he did that, that's when he became the figurehead that he is. So many people shy away from that and that's why they never reached their full potential. First of all, I need to find this show. I need to watch this show. Yeah, this show sounds fire. Um, first of all, for me, because um, you gave your first of all. So let me give my first of all. <laughs> um, first of all, for me, I, I like seeing LeBron and Draymond in the same room. Yeah. Um, it, it, it rem- no, they definitely don't have beef, but it just it reminds you that the sport is the sport. Oh yeah, like they leave shit on the court. Right? They rem- it reminds ball. you that it that it that they definitely leave shit on the court and like at the end of the day, it's all love, and we can still sit down and, and chop it up. You know, I really like that. When we go to ball, no, if you're on my team, we're all trying to beat each other. When ball's done, we're tying our shoes. We're just laughing, Real shooting shit. shit. We'll be arguing with each other, like on a call or like during the game, ready mm-hmm. to fight during the game. And then afterward, we're laughing. We don't even address the fight. We don't. Exactly. We're just laughing. It's just afterward. part of the sports. That's it. Comp- so comp- that that was fun to see for me. I really like the fact mm-hmm. there, but. Let's talk about that. Do you? What do you think about Draymond's comments? I do believe because until LeBron started claiming himself as the king, which started a few years ago, he never really claimed himself as the king. He always shied away from the limelight. But then he put the king in New the, York. The combo. I mean, remember when he put king of New York or mm-hmm. king's playground? That's when you're like, yo, LeBron is the king. And you're like, yeah, he found himself. Like, I, I don't know how to explain I agree with everything LeBron. I think he became, he became said. sure of himself. He became, yeah. I think there was something there that he was missing. I think he um, got that confidence. I think what it was big, truly big confidence. Pause. Pause. Wow. Pause. Wow. Pause. But you know what I I'm don't even to know say. if I have the right sound for that one. That's it's definitely not that. It is definitely this one. Round of applause. Whoa. Wow. So <laughs> he has that BDE. Super pause. LeBron James has that BDE. <laughs> super pause. Um, I think. Uh, I think what it is though. It, it all jokes aside. He stopped. I feel like he stopped comparing himself. Mm. I feel like he stopped chasing something. So he had four rings, or still has. LeBron. Uh, like yeah. He has three. Three. Yeah, he has two in Miami and one with Cleveland. He has two in Miami and one with Cleveland. Are you sure? He won two in Miami, his, his second and third year in Miami. And then he won his first year with Kyrie Irving, or second year with Kyrie Irving against Golden State. He does have three. Okay, he has so three. he has three rings. Because that's why everyone says he might not get to six. Kobe has five. Mike has six. Yes. Right? Tim Duncan So has I five. feel like at one point, LeBron was chasing that. Yeah, he was trying to go for six rings. I feel like he's not chasing that anymore. Mm, I feel like he's no longer reach. comparing himself to be like, yo, I don't need more rings than Kobe. I don't need more rings than Mike to be considered better than them. Mm-hmm. I think that people will understand that I played in an era with a true dynasty, being Golden State, um, yep. at least you know for five years of my career, you know, 30% of my career. <laughs> a good portion of your career. Um, or 25% of my career in LeBron's case because he's going to play a ton of years. Um, <laughs> but I think people will understand the circumstances that LeBron was uh, was yeah. placed in to not hold his ring count against him. Mm, I see that. So I think once he kind of woke up and figured that out and be like, you know what, the ring count doesn't matter. I'm really that guy. He is. I am that guy. I don't care if I don't if I don't have six rings. I am that guy. You got that BD. It's like um, 
yeah, that's super pause. Um, it's like basically if you say something enough, people start to believe it. It's uh, I forgot what it's called, but psychologically, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah. some type of truth. Where I, I was, I know exactly what we're talking. Yeah, about. if I constantly tell you, yo, your face is red, your face is red, your face is red. Eventually, you will start at to some think point, your face is red. Exactly, you'll start to think your face is red. So. By LeBron James putting it out there that he's the best, and then ESPN obviously is gonna just run with that. <laughs> you say ESPN. it enough, and you say it enough, and you say it enough, and now all of a sudden the general public is talking about it, right? Now, what were you gonna ask? Does this bring into something he talked about again on the show, where he talked about finally um feeling empowered to use his voice? Do you think that helps? Because remember we talked about how LeBron stepped up his greatness by the school thing. Just yep. It had nothing to do with basketball, but it's uh-huh. just like, yo, you're kind of great. And do you remember what I said at that time? I said, there's a reason why people say Muhammad Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. I can truly, I can name three heavyweights yeah, that, that beats that him. That could beat him. Lennox Lewis beats him. Mm-hmm. Um, you can argue Holyfield beats him mm-hmm. in his prime. Boxing's um, all you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can name people that I truly believe will beat Muhammad Ali. But the reason why people say Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time is because what he used his brand for, what he stood for, um, what he supported, what he stood against, what he was fighting for, all those different types of things. Mm -hmm. So it's like there has to be something beyond the actual art itself that makes people start to appreciate your art more. And that's why LeBron and LeBron James, he says he's finally gonna use his voice. And he he has been. You see, he's like, I don't fuck with white people. He said that. He said that. Oh, it's, okay. there's a meme. He's like, I don't fuck with white people. Context, guys. Context. <laughs> context. Yo, it's that's just, just it's, one line. It's just like a half second meme. <laughs> I don't fuck with white people. But I'm just saying, everyone's gonna run with that. And say LeBron does not fuck with white people. But I wonder, like, how you get away with those type. Like, I always think to myself. If we should be saying those kind of things. Like, I don't fuck with white people? Yeah. Well, I guess we mean it sarcastically. Because, well, that's the thing. We're, we're saying it in a way that's insensitive, right? And we have reason to say it. So there's a huge difference between black people and white people. Yeah. Black people have been oppressed. White people have not been Still oppressed. Still being oppressed. Right? Systematic so, oppression. There's, there's, wow. Uh, there's a reason for black people to feel a way towards white people, as an example. But I always think to myself, when we say, yo, I don't fuck with white people, what if another color was used? I don't fuck with... Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What if another color is used? Is that statement still okay? And that answer is clearly statement no. Statement is never okay. First of all, even as black people saying we don't fuck with white That's people, my point. it's still wrong statement. So I, I, I don't know, man. I, I just try to make myself more and more politically correct. Not even to say politically correct. Just say more sensitive. Okay. More sensitive. More aware of. The impact of what I'm saying. Mm, okay, okay. Because now if I say I don't fuck with white people, that seven-year-old black kid is going to hear it. Yeah. And, and that seven-year-old black kid is going to preach the same message. Yeah. I don't fuck with white people. I don't fuck with and white as a result, the seven-year-old white kid is going to further subconsciously oppress the black person. Yeah, I don't fuck with. And give them a reason to not fuck with white people. Yeah. And it's just creating a cycle. Mm-hmm. In my, in my opinion. Yeah, but there's that whole thing where like white people say 
black people need to stop feeling oppressed and black people say oh you guys know it's like it's like chicken and the egg it's thing. a fucking tricky it's a, it's world, a chicken man. and the egg thing it's like black people say you guys are oppressing us white people say stop making yourself feel oppressed yeah and, then and it's just and it's forth. a never-ending cycle it's vicious it's chicken and the egg it's all that it's, stuff i don't know man. a lot of things in life just don't make sense it really, um, and it would never probably never will to be honest but one thing that definitely does not make any sense whatsoever is louis ck just Back to performing nine months later, as if nothing happened. Wow. Uh, getting standing ovations, uh, you know okay, things you like know, that. Do you know what Louis C.K. did? Yes. What did you do? Do you know what Louis C.K. did? Yes. So Louis C.K. had problems with masturbating in front of women, just being a pervert, mm-hmm. just an overall pervert. He says he's never touched anyone. Okay. Uh potentially i believe that because no one ever really but you're whipping your dick out oh let me just masturbate in front of you it, it gets me off <laughs> that's so i weird just want to masturbate with you that is so weird uh, you know what louis ck so what he basically said after that incident right because he's someone that's kind of uh speaks openly and yeah. he's someone that's gonna acknowledge his wrong so to speak um so basically what he said at that time was I have spent my long and lucky career talking and saying anything that I want. Mm-hmm. I will now step back and take a long time to listen. Yeah. That long time was only nine months. Okay. So, well, that brings me to my first question. Uh-huh. Sorry. I just get this question right because I wrote it down. <laughs> what, is the ex- what is the suggested exile, quote unquote, exile time for someone to come back and start working? When do they mm. stop being canceled? When do we start saying, okay, you still need to make money? Depends on the crime. So Louis C.K., he stopped whipping his dick out for nine months. Or so not stop, but for nine months, he didn't do anything after he was caught or whatever. Now, Word. should he not come back to business? Should he not come back to work? Or do I you think it's still think, too soon? I think it's still too soon. What, what would your suggested... I think the suggestion isn't only time. I think the suggestion always has to do with remorse. Okay. I think it always has to do with, do you feel like they have felt remorse for their actions? That's that's, that's true. That's good. Have they shown signs where, you know, have they done maybe public speaking, speaking for the rights of women and women in the mm. workplace not being sexualized and objectified okay, okay. and things like that. Um, that's has that's he, what I want to know. You know what I'm saying? So I it's don't like, know. I'm like, how will I tell, how will I, if Louis C.K. say come to Toronto, why, why will I not go to a show? That, but that that's the weird part. It's like, you can't, you can't put a time on it. There's no way that you can put a time on it. It's it just wouldn't make... You gotta show actions, actions. Exactly. Actions we point. gotta see that you've been remorseful. We gotta see some actions that show that you truly understand that your actions at the time were poor actions. Your decisions at the time were poor decisions. And you understand that. Uh, and that you understand that they're poor decisions. Mm, and you understand in the gotcha, future gotcha. that they will never be an issue moving forward. Okay. Right? It makes sense. Um, what was super interesting about CK, uh, CK's uh, return is that the people at the comedy club didn't even know he was performing. Uh, right? Guess so they do all times. Like, he comedians it, do that. that's the thing it's a pretty normal thing that they do it's like a big name comedian very much will go to a small show if they mm-hmm. want to test out their jokes yeah right Even so, show talks about it a lot exactly so 
you know what? He didn't announce it. I think they said one. I think one person uh, was reported saying because again, he got a standing ovation. Yeah. First of all, what do you think about that? Is that problematic? Well, if it standing o. Sorry, you only get standing ovation if it's funny. Like, st- but like he could. No, I'm saying he got a standing o as he came out. Nah, man. Like, like you said, it depends on his cancel time. Is he? Do you think he he it was time for him to come back? From what you know about this? No. Okay. Okay. So you definitely wouldn't have given a standing ovation. No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't, I, like, I, wait, I, I wouldn't either. I would have been like, "What? This guy's on the stage." Uh, so for I you mean, to get a standing ovation, like you said, like if he has shown his actions, he's done this. He's like, "Hey guys, I've done this. I've apologized to these people. I've done this to make my actions better. I've done this so it doesn't happen again. I have security, so no girls are in my room. Mm. Some bullshit like that." And anyway, okay, you know, he's made an effort to change. He took time off. Now he's coming back and he's gonna stand ovation. He worked on his, he worked out his problems, and now he's coming back to work. You know, it's like work. You know, someone has a, pr- a problem at home, they take time. I get off, it. They come back. But I would not give him a standing ovation because I don't. No, know I would definitely wouldn't give him. He a just went out of the spotlight for like nine months and came back. So that that one person that I was talking about it, uh, they said uh, it felt like he was being thrusted upon uh, the audience without telling them. Uh, yeah, she was very adamant in her ways. Okay, uh, Becky. Yeah, that was definitely a I'm a call the manager uh, type of person. <laughs> um, but apparently, the show wasn't even that good. That's what I heard. I, I read it a few articles that on good. this. Um, shit, I couldn't believe that. Uh, they said there was a missed opportunity, is what one person had said about Louis C.K.'s, uh, but why do you think they said that? Because I think it has to do with the fact that he didn't address some of the things. Like when Kevin Hart cheated, he made jokes about his cheating. He did. Right? When, um, what's the special that had a solid second half? The Chris Rock one. I suddenly, I you know I didn't finish that. You, you say great second, second half because I could not get through the first. You know it when sounded, Golden State too, goes down at half, it felt too rigged. Like and you're not worried. First, ah, uh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, you know when when Golden State's like down by like seven at, <laughs> yeah, at halftime, and you're like, yeah, you're gonna go off. That's what the Chris Rock special. I don't is. know, man. I I went like halfway through, and I'm like, this thing sounds so like rehearsed because that's only the first half. Well, yeah, <laughs> second half. Well, they're down like he's down like twenty in the first half. Nah, damn, don't do that. But um, maybe that's why um, Louis C.K. Again, I don't. I'm not gonna knock him for doing the performance because again, I'm not following up with him per se. But I'm just gonna say the public perception of Louis C.K. is that you haven't shown your remorse. Yeah, and if you haven't shown your remorse, then you can't come back just like that. I agree. I agree with you. That's really all there is to it. I got nothing else to say about Louis C.K. All I had from that whole story was, what is the suggested time? And you told me it's not time. It's action. I I agree with you with that. And I don't think he's done the proper action for me to ever care to see him return. Facts. So, yeah. Facts. Uh, Random thoughts, man. Random Uh, thoughts. That Ariana shit. Oh, yeah. Yo, that, first of all, that... And so first, I'm gonna stop saying. First of all, I'm gonna stop saying. First of all, this guy said. First of all, I'm gonna stop saying. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that that pastor. In case you guys have not seen it, um, he is a really touchy feely, very touchy feely guy. Um, shout out to cameras. <laughs> first of all, he that even the Taco Bell cut. First of all, I just said first of all. Um, <laughs> first of all, it's just a thing. 
I'm, I want to stop saying that now just because you said you're going to stop saying it. I realize I say it a lot. After you saw it now, I'm Me like, too. first of all. We can't always have first of all. First like, of all of everything. You know what I'm saying? All, like, let's, yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's try not saying that. The pastor, um, like you said, very touchy-feely. Yeah. Insensitive. Like worst when I place. saw when I saw Ariana Grande, I thought it was a new menu on Taco Bell. What did he say? <laughs> what the he said, that's horrible. Man. What did he say? So he ended up apologizing. Um, of so that's good. He did. I can't believe you know he. First of all, I can't believe he said that shit, the Taco Bell shit, which is low key. Didn't get enough attention. I have a few questions. About um, this How many of his the uh, has he had sex with? That wow, whoa, <laughs> whoa. I'm going wow. there. Wow. I am going there. So, you don't just this doesn't come out of nowhere. Whoa. Um, but listen, man, at the end of the day, we have to preach some positivity. <laughs> Salute to the pastor for apologizing. What did you say? Salute to him for yeah, apologizing. Uh, because it does take a real man to apologize. Uh, what did he say? I may read <laughs> some stuff verbatim here. Okay, Shiggy. So he said, <laughs> yo, remember when Shiggy read the script? I'm, I feel like Shiggy right now. It would never be my intention to touch any woman's breasts. I don't know. I guess I put my arm around her. Uh, maybe I crossed the border. Maybe I was too friendly and familiar. But again, I apologize. Uh, I hug all female artists and male artists. Everybody that was up, I shook their hands and I hugged them. That's what we're all about in the church. We're all about love. I'm reading like Shiggy. Uh, <laughs> I figured. I figured. The, the last thing I want to do is be a distraction. To this day, this is all about Aretha Franklin. Uh, I personally and sincerely apologize to Ariana and her fans and the whole Hispanic community. When you're doing a program for nine hours, you try to keep. <laughs> when you when you when you do a program for nine hours, you try to keep alive. You try to keep it lively. You try to insert some jokes here and there. And touch up, touch up, touch up. Yo, first of all, let's talk about that. I said first of all again. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that the Aretha Franklin funeral took forever. Yo, that thing was long. I it might it, still be going on. <laughs> I thought I could just zoom in and zoom out. It might still be going on. I've never like I've never seen it was long. a funeral arrangement that long and that public ever. I was about to joke about just putting the, that out I'm there. Not say the joke on air. Um, <laughs> back to the pastor. First of all, he said. First of all, here I go again. I'm gonna start with. He said, maybe my. I'm gonna start with. You can't. <laughs> no, nah, you can't replace. First of all, with I'm gonna start with. You just have to eliminate it. You guys, like, okay. I'm gonna start with. <laughs> Yo, we have like five potential episode names here. Are we gonna do first of all? Is the name of the episode? First of all, no more. First of all, <laughs> first of all, um, he said maybe my hands got too high, and I hate apologies. I always say maybe this, maybe this. Say, say this. I saw the video. I now see my hands got high. That was not my intention. Like I hate when you say. Or Maybe. that was wrong. Yes. Uh, that was wrong of me to do. That was like, not I my intention. I didn't realize my hands were that high. If that's not, what. Maybe it was too high. Maybe it was too high. Because like, now you're trying to like hex us and yeah, like, like oh, thinking well, some weird shit. Like if I, and that's why I don't take these stupid apologies seriously. Because have it written, written by media team. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah, like, you're publicist. It's just so like, I don't care about his apology. I was hoping we're in a grande. I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> Make yeah, you know what? Like Let, let's just hope that um, Ariana did not feel un too uncomfortable. Exactly, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. She looked very uncomfortable. Um, but again, let's hope that this doesn't strike her in a way that's borderline traumatizing. 
that, right, that's I, all I don't that want it to really be down for. open up a can of worms for her or something. Absolutely. Like, let's, Absolutely. Let's not make this bigger than it needs to be. Or, yeah, let's just, like, yeah, let's. Mm-hmm. Facts. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Like, it <laughs> um, it any other random thoughts? Uh, I think I think I'm good on I that. I have nothing. It's only around, you know what, let me just check this. Insta quick time. Check the homepage of Insta. Yeah, you always got to check the homepage of Instagram because I feel like whenever you finish recording, and this goes out to any other podcast, whenever you record, you, you see some and you finish recording and you see something immediately has happened. Like World War Three starting. Like, exactly. We just could have talked about it. Okay, let me let me check Twitter then. You check Instagram. Yes. Let's okay. let's do this real time, live and direct. Getting it right here. What's trending? Me. Queen Radio is trending. No, never mind. My thing oh, just refreshed. The, the, the guy dunking. <laughs> the guy dunking on kids in um <laughs> at the daycare. Did you see that? That's you sent me video. the video. It's, is that yeah, an old it's one? A few, few few days ago. Uh, Kobe Bryant calling Diana Taurasi doing she, she's doing goat thing. She been the goat. Um, Kanye. Man, my what, time, a woman was forced my to show her menstrual pad. Oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. Um, Serena Williams, no, we wears a cat suit. And I'm just saying shit. No, no, no. <laughs> she wore, guys, these are topics we could have talked about. No, nah, let's, let's. For not. time, we didn't. Well, fuck it, man. Let's just get right uh, into that CCS then, man. Let's get into that crazy Canadian shit. You already know what it is, guys. It's weekly. It it's eye-raising. It's what the fuck. It's all those weird-ass stories that really make you raise your eyebrows with the common theme that they're all from right here in Canada. Uh, sometimes they are very local, and sometimes it's a big-ass country. Sometimes they're pretty far away. It's all over the world. So we got a few local ones here. Um, some of them are a little bit negative. You know what? I want to get into the negative I one say, first. Let's get the negative shit out uh, of here. Let's get it out of the way. So unfortunately, there was uh, gunshots that were fired at Yorkdale Mall. Now, for those that don't know, Yorkdale Mall is one of the biggest, uh, arguably the biggest mall I in Toronto. Oh, yeah. I think only... I want to say it's a... Uh, Ethan's it's bigger, be than, I think, just square footage I think wise. it's... I mean, like, but like bigger in terms of actually Polarity, bigger. Like notoriety. Yeah, like, it might pop, be Yorkdale. Like good notoriety. I, mean, like, I think it's Yorkdale. Yeah, easy. And it's more accessible than... So shots were fired. Um, the entire mall had to be evacuated. Uh, the area already is a high traffic area. <laughs> For one um, So you would imagine... The ruckus. I know that 3 p.m. on a Thursday. Yeah, so you're talking uh, rush hour in Toronto starts at 2 and ends at 8. So, um, <laughs> so it's like... He's not even lying. He's you're you're definitely almost in the heart of rush hour at that time, and too. And it's right before 1. Um, it's horrible. I think the... What'd you say? The shooter was 20 years old? I think, yeah, they came out with a picture. I can't remember his name. I don't uh, think they said I anyone was hurt. Yeah, there was no no one was hurt. No, no. one was hurt. So well, that's people were hurt, but it wasn't thing. from the gunshot. It was just part of like yeah, like trampling or like you know exiting, yeah, you yeah. Know, exiting hastily. Yeah. Uh, some would say. So again, thankfully, no one hurt. Let's just get out that out the way. Thank um, God. Stay safe. Um, the city's hot. No matter what time of day, no matter where you go nowadays, the city is hot. Even in the morning. Um, so make sure you yeah. keep yourselves safe. Let's get that out the way. Yes, sir. I was just about to say first and foremost, but I'm not gonna do it. Now let's move let on. Let me start with. <laughs> <laughs> now let me start with. Uh, let me move on to some weird shit that thankfully had an update to it prior to this, this episode thankfully? releasing. So the first sex doll brothel was set to be opened up in Toronto, right? 
Let's go. Um, let's go. To let's really cut to the chase here, it said we operate similar to a brothel where the guests come in. Okay. They have their own room. Damn. Uh, we have a TV monitor that okay. plays adult entertainment for them. And we have a sex doll that will be ready and waiting for you in your room. Sounds lit. Uh, the names, the photos, the descriptions of the dolls can be found on the company's website. Okay. Along with their rates. Their rates would be something like $80 for one doll for 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, all bad. the way up to just under $1,000. $960 for two dolls for four hours. What the fuck are you doing with two dolls um, for four hours? Shout out to anyone that can last four hours. Uh, if you can afford a thousand and if you can last four, four hours, hours. Uh, then go for it because that's clearly right up your alley. Would you uh, shout out to you for that? Would you have would you be going to this if it was opening? No, <laughs> no, I just had to do it, guys. Well, I had to do it for the viewers just so they know. Now, I'm gonna update. Right away. Oh. Thankfully, it will not open up after all. Do we need a womp, womp, womp type of... We do need a womp, womp, womp. Like something for the... For the, for the podcast soundboard. Um, it would violate an old city bylaw. I did not look up which bylaw that <laughs> is. But that is hilarious. That's the only reason why it's not opening, because it will violate a city bylaw. I know it's probably a bylaw from like... 1482 that was like some bullshit no doll shall have sex with humans to be honest i think they only said like decades old i don't think they said (laughs) hundreds of years um what do you got for your ccs man all right a dating website for canadian prisoners oh yeah prisoners actually exists and it is strange af in canada there's a site actually set up to help people in jails prisoners find love or friendship even if they're convicted of murder Hey, man, there's somebody out there for everyone. <laughs> Yo, legit. There's somebody out there for everyone. The website What's this called? is called, and for you viewers that <laughs> want to find love in a hopeless place. <laughs> oh, damn. See, see, see my reference there? <laughs> um, It's called Canadian Inmates Connect. That's CIC. Hit me on the keek. <laughs> Hit me, <laughs> Hit on, me keek. on the keek. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't I don't know a single person that used Keek in real life, but go on. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's goals to connect people who are doing real-time jail with people outside with hopes that correspondence will make them better people. Um there's a picture of the site. There's a picture of the site. Um along with the photo, they also provide a short paragraph, and this is the prisoners, of how long your sentence is and <laughs> why they're in prison. <laughs> Uh, you know, my name is Tyrone, 28 years old. I'm in here for three more years, and I was put in here for this reason. I'm a young, loving church man. I like long walks on the beach. That's basically what it is? No, I have an example here. Okay, let's so, hear an example. First of all, there's a big heading that says, Please be advised, it is not recommended money be sent to inmates. Yo, <laughs> That's the first thing you see. So I see one guy here. I'm not going to say his name. It says where he is. Millhaven Penitentiary. It says the address. It says the date of birth. Convicted of. Right there. Okay. Helicopter escape. First degree murder. Whoa. Comma on appeal. Whoa. <laughs> Expected release date. Life. <laughs> that, that This is all off the website, guys. Whoa. Interested in corresponding with women. Yo. So here's his little blurb about himself. I'm from Montreal, Blanc, Quebec. I'm 41 year old, 41 years old. 
Six feet, 220. Damn, I know girls are going crazy right now. Brown hair, blue eyes. Jeez. You I got, am you very definitely fit. gotta pause. You're you're sheeshing too much there. <laughs> pause, pause, <laughs> pause. I am very fit, black belt in martial arts. I'm a clean person, very generous and empathetic. You're like, oh, okay, sound like good. Wait, wait till I read this part. I don't lie <laughs> and cannot stand liars, hypocrites, and abusive people. Sorry, aren't you getting tried for murder? This abusive person people? sounds uh well, abuse and murder are different, but uh, this person sounds uh, a little sociopathic, in my opinion. I am very hopeful and positive, and I still have a lot to offer. Even though I'm locked up for a daring helicopter escape and an appeal for a new trial, I am looking to exchange letters with good-hearted women between the ages of 23 and 43. Wow, that's a wide range. I think, um, I think the lesson here, man, is that there is somebody that is out there for everyone. Um, inmates need love too. Oh, and it's not free. They pay thirty five dollars a year for this. Inmates need love too, and I'm not even mad at this. Uh, right. Shout out to what is it called? Uh, inmates. Keek. Oh, sorry. Keek. What's it called? Uh, Canada Connect. Some shit. Canada Canadian Inmates Connect. Inmates Connect. Canadian uh, inmates connect. Uh, shout out to the CIC because everybody needs love. Everything is love. Shout out to Jay Z and Beyonce. Just not working out for you guys. Just cause the CIC for you. Now, unfortunately, that will bring us to the sad, sad, unfortunate ending of another episode of the True North Views podcast. Now, as usual, guys, like I mentioned off the top, you can follow us at True North Views on Twitter, Twitter. on Instagram. Instagram. It's all one word, T-R-U-E-N-O-R-T-H. V-I-E-W-S. You can listen to us on your platform of choice. Spotify being one of the biggest ones. YouTube being one of the biggest ones. Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, Otherwise, just Google us and you will find us on your favorite platform of choice to listen to your podcasts. Um, As usual, guys, we're just going to have one ask of you. Please, 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 please spread that word. Continue that conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. Guys, you know what it is, guys. It's six degrees of separation. You know how it works. You know the social experiment by now. Come on, guys. If you tell six mans to tell six more mans and you ask one additional thing of them, and that additional thing being that they tell six more mans each. Yo, we'll be running the world in no time. Everyone's going to know about us. We'll so let's there. try the social experiment. Let's see how close we can get, how quick we can get to that. Let's do it. Um, and, we'll, and we'll let you guys know. <laughs> we'll let you guys know. Um, now, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. You can call me just Shola. And I guess there's only one thing left to do. Tell them that number one rule. Watch out for them wastemans, yo. Watch out for the wastemans. It's September. Stay fucking warm. Out there, <laughs> stay warm in the morning and evenings. Stay, and stay cool, cool during the, the day and the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, during the day when the sun's out. Nonetheless, it's the True North Views podcast, episode oh, 19. nineteen. No more first of alls. We legal for first of all. <laughs> Let's get it.